Hey guys, Reverend Jess here. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and also rate and review on all your favorite podcast apps because it helps the show get seen and it helps us build the congregation of the Church Absurd. Thanks for your time. Enjoy the show. Looking to expand your playlist? Well, Fat Lulz Radio has got you covered. Lose your religion with Reverend Jess and Deacon Sam over on the Church Absurd. Hear nerd culture get dissected on the Fickle Fanboy with RPM. Get drunk at the round table with the designated drinkers. Hear solid and interesting interviews on Unseriously Serious. Do you want to get involved? Send your rant over to the League of Infuriated Nerds. Also, check out the Fat Lil's Radio Associated shows. Get your not-safe-for-work talk radio fix on the Robin Slim Show. Get some life advice from Jerry and Cal on From the Bottom. All of these shows and more await you at Fat Lil's Radio. You can find us on SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, and various podcast apps, as well as our website, fatlulzradio.us. HTTP, not HTTPS. We hope you enjoy the smorgasbord of shows we have prepared for you. Fat Lil's Radio, stuff full of entertainment. This is the Midwestern Menace, Jeremy Shear, and you're listening to The Church Absurd on Fat Lul's Radio. Don't give me that look. I'm allowed to call myself the Midwestern Menace. <laughs> That's you. You gave yourself. No, I did not give myself that name. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, Maker of Heaven and Earth. You need to shut the fuck up. You feel blamed? Smoke weed. Are you mad? Do you feel like Wolfgang Bob Rupert? Get ready. Welcome, brothers and sisters, to the 29th episode of The Church Absurd. I'm your host, Reverend Jess, joined by... Snakes! Deacon Snakes, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And we are joined by a special guest in the Fat Chapel here tonight, uh, in a a somewhat replacement for uh, Alter Server Jonathan. Alter Bitch Jonathan. Alter Server Porta Jonathan. (laughs) Uh, We have the one and only Cardinal Chris... Chris, say hello. What's up? Yeah, we, we decided to go out and get ourselves a wigga. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got a very strong boy. I was playing PUBG with a team full of black people the other day, and they all were like, "Are you?" An, they were actually asking me, "Are you an actual deacon?" Because my name is on there is Deacon Sam. Yeah. And I was just I was apparently doing better than them. They were just like Deacon Sam, killing it. Man of God. <laughs> that means I'm out of beat your ass on PUBG. Oh, come on. <laughs> well, I mean, what? Uh, I mean, let's, let's. We got a rivalry coming on. Yeah, I'm, I'm on mobile, though. Uh, yeah. My phone ain't fast enough for mobile. Fuck that. I got a Galaxy S8, and it does pretty good. Mm. Graphics are decent. I got a turd. <laughs> uh, I just upgraded from an S5 that had a shattered screen for two years. <laughs> Moving up, yeah, I'm happy. I'm very happy. <laughs> and that's like, a, and what's funny is that's like a five year old phone. I know with with the fucking I had two like, year crack. I had it for like three ish years. You're like, I got it when Obama was in office. <laughs> well, shit, when I was living in Bowling Green, the across the street from my little house I rented, like not even fifty yards. It was so close. They had the Obama phone tent set up. And they, I was walking back from like class one day, and they were trying to get me. I was just like, I, I got a phone. They're just like, do you want another? Like, yeah. They're like, do you have health care? Like, yeah, here you go. <laughs> and then after sitting there waiting on their shit to process for half an hour, staring at, at their iPad, I was like, you know what? 
I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't need it. I, don't, I just wanted it for fun. Yeah. I just wanted it. To, you should just like. I just wanted it. You know, so I can call my the people I deal drugs to. Yeah, but I was honestly just gonna use it for for selling drugs. I yeah. mean, let's be real. Because <laughs> Bowling Green cops were literally making people open their phone to see text messages and shit. That doesn't seem no, legal. No, it wasn't. That it totally wasn't. It, it got stomped out quick, but. <laughs> It was a thing. They were also pulling people out of taxis and charging them with public intoxication because they were trying to get a ride in a taxi home drunk. Yeah, that's what that's you're supposed to do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so that's why the judges started wait, making all the PIs wait until the last of the, on the docket to make the fucking cops wait there. Right. <laughs> well, folks, uh, first off, Sam, how was your week? Well, I couldn't poop for days at a time and was in a lot of pain and i also couldn't eat for a couple days at a time that's that's just i'm still bloated to shit my my system is clearing out i ate chinese food yeah. from a small country kitchen place today so that that's, that's never a good idea it, it's where we ate for my wedding after we after i got married it, i mean never it never really seems like a good idea when they're just like you want the kung pao chicken you I, know? I, I was like i want the sweet and sour chicken <laughs> all right what about you chris fuck my life i make sandwiches for a living <laughs> this is enough right there you're Arthur, in the right place you ever notice that our third mics always work at subway yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man either way i mean hey you know if, i mean you got some squirrels that you didn't get a chance to eat i know <laughs> was telling me about that you you have squirrel meat who, uh, who was telling you about right. who who damn it sorry my wife <laughs> i was like i don't know who the fuck you're talking about shorter brown hair girl octopus arm tattoo galaxy tattoo on the other one that's my wife Mm. So, I've seen her a couple times. She's yeah. about fifty-three. <laughs> she's got an iPad peg yeah. leg. Peg leg. <laughs> club, Goes by the, the, name the other leg's club foot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know what it is. Uh, Urban Dictionary's definition of the angry pirate and sexual meaning, don't you? Yeah. You, know, you kick her in the shin, come in one of her eyes, so she's hopping around on one leg like this, <laughs> going ah, yeah, argh. oh shit. Well, my week wasn't anything special. Yeah, no fucking surprise. <laughs> yeah. I just watched movies. That's all I do. No fucking surprise. <laughs> no, What's a twist? I uh, finally got around to watching Deadpool 2, finally. Oh, man. Wasn't bad. I liked it. I mean, yeah. not as good as the first one. Never. Yeah, don't, don't. Been. It couldn't. I was just saying Deadpool couldn't have been. Yeah. But it was still fun. Nonetheless, it was fun. I liked it, too. Oh, well, yeah. What would have made it better is if it had Deadpool touching Klaus's dick again. You're just going, dead? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just bring the, just that the running joke. That's the only, like, consistent joke throughout the Deadpool series. They did have a running joke in it, though. Oh, yeah, they did. The cure for cancer and all yeah. that shit. Yeah. yeah. And the cocaine. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Either way, uh, I thought it was fine. Uh, what the fuck else did I watch? I watched a lot of shit. I uh, rewatched Dear Zachary. You ever see that documentary? No. <laughs> you want to cry your fucking eyes out, watch it. No. It's fucking depressing as shit. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm depressed enough. Yeah. And then I watched uh, Jesus Camp. You ever seen that one? I think we've watched, have we watched clips of that one? I, you, I think you've I, shown me clips of it. Yeah, well, not on the show, but yeah, I might have, yeah. but like, it's, it's fucking, you want to talk about being infuriating. Like, oh, yeah, I, I know you've shown me clips of it. Yeah. Say, so, if you want to find a movie to make you cry, just watch Boy in Striped Pajamas. I don't care how fucking old I get, I will still cry to that shit. Oh, that movie was hilarious. Best comedy of the year. <laughs> <laughs> no, mainly, the main problem was with uh, The Boy with the Striped Pajamas is I watched it in high school, so I was really doped up and I didn't fucking remember any of it. <laughs> I, just, I just remember the really awkward scene where two children are surrounded by a bunch of naked Jews. Oh! and in, I never watched it. Yeah. It, uh, spoiler alert. Yeah, the, the, the kids get raped. Spo- All right. No, no spoiler alert it ends with a shower scene you know Ooh, fun yeah so <laughs> kid, kid and jew 
Yeah. German Jews yeah, like there's Jewish no difference. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. I remember watching a some like some fucking cheesy horror movie. Like my my friends, their dad every Friday night would rent a horror movie on their dish or whatever. Whoever whose dad didn't do that? I mean, whether it be dish or on, at the fucking yeah. video store. My dad didn't because we were fucking broke. The fuck <laughs> you talking about? My dad was gone. My dad was gone the majority of the week, so we didn't do that <laughs> after a while. But yeah, uh, <laughs> my dad left me when I was five. <laughs> well, it was. This one, this little secret in black. It was this little fat kid, and his he was you know the mom was a single mother, and she was a drunk. But it like it was just like a PSA for child abuse, for theft, for drugs, everything. But had one of the kids go, "Hey, what's going on at home? You can talk to me." And the kid's like, "Sometimes when my mom drinks, she she comes into my room while I'm trying to sleep, and it shows like the mom." At his door, like literally humping it, he's like, "Um, sometimes I have to lock the door." And she's like, "Mommy needs a man." <laughs> and then it, then, it, then it has a shower scene. You see a like you can see the kid crying in the shower, and then you see like painted fingernails coming around, grabbing his little kid, fat kid titty. <laughs> and he just starts crying harder. Was, we were all just sitting there like, "What in God's name? Is what real? is this?" <laughs> yes, is it was real. I couldn't remember the name of it, but it was just some cheap horror movie it would be great if like you know they had that psa in front of everything right <laughs> and like and like do you the, want to be this drunk no white they, woman no but they did but they did it like how they did those anti-piracy ads in 2004 where it's like you wouldn't steal a car it's like it's this time it's like you wouldn't steal a boy's innocence <laughs> you wouldn't grab a little fat kid's titty <laughs> well that's my fucking bullies in second grade <laughs> Anyway, huh. I was gonna say, do they record your life for those PSA videos? Oh, yeah, oh. they just they just fucking turn the camera on. <laughs> In the it was like the Truman Show. Oh man! All right, well, moving on, folks. We got a special episode planned uh, because uh, the Cardinal here he is a fan of the cryptid segment. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we decided since we're gonna have him on the show tonight, we're gonna have a mostly unholy beast. You know dedicated episode Fuck yeah we still got one one for each other segment but you know mainly we're going to be focused on unholy beasts and blasphemous theories unholy beasts and blasphemous theories if you've never seen the show before this is where we talk about cryptids conspiracy theories ghosts aliens all types of shit that get the mind moving and we're getting into some interesting shit today Interesting shit. Interesting. Number one, we're talking about the Bandage Man. You may be thinking, what the actual fuck is the Bandage Man? Is it a fucking mummy? Well, he's a cryptid or a ghost purported to be seen near, near Cannon Beach, Oregon. They have beaches in Oregon? <laughs> Haven't you ever seen the Goonies? Where do you think that shit fucking came from? I've you, seen the Goonies, yeah, yeah, but they were in Oregon? Yeah, Astoria, Oregon. Just a mental mind fuck. Haven't seen it in so long, I guess I never thought, but... I watch the Goonies like once a year at least. I haven't seen it in probably ten. <laughs> You're missing out. He had a out. very shy childhood. Yeah. Watch Goonies to make friends. No, I mean, in all honesty, what it comes down to is I like movies and I like re- revisiting good movies from my childhood. I mean, like, I, I would revi- like revisiting is, old. I wouldn't say. Well, the no, Goonies I remember is watching odd. that. I just never really thought to watch it. Never when I like saw a copy of it to buy or anything, but. I, mean, I like revisiting books. I mean, it's a kid's movie. With Especially a, Stephen King. It's a kid's movie with one long dick joke in it. Yeah. One-Eyed Willie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
So the bandage man. He appears on the short approach road connecting U.S. Highway 101 to Cannon Beach between the town and where Highway 26 intersects with 101. He is always reported to be covered in bloody bandages as well as emitting a horrible stench, that of rotten flesh. Occasionally, the spirit's limbs appear to jut out at bizarre angles, and he is rumored to be the ghost of a logger who died in a sawmill accident. Interesting. Interesting. Why Death the fuck is he? Wood. Why the fuck is he covered in bandages? Yeah, though? did they? Did they? It would just be like, oh, you're done. But uh, well, he was like, no, just fix me. So they wrapped a bunch of bandages. Yeah, you're gonna be fine, buddy. Right. So it's just a guy with lupus running around. Fuck. But right? <laughs> just he's got you know meth sores just out everywhere, man. <laughs> the bandage man appears to haunt one particular stretch of road, attempting to grab and latch onto any stationary or slow-moving vehicles, especially trucks and open-roof cars such as convertibles. Uh, the Phantom will o- often attempt to attack the drivers, sometimes breaking glass windows, leaving it broken well after it's disappeared, and it will remain on the vehicle, disappearing only right before the car reaches the town of Cannon Beach. He's said to sometimes kill and eat cats and dogs. <laughs> Fuck. All right, so. So he likes Chinese food. Yeah, That's yeah, fine. It's a do. Chinese ghost. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's a Chinese ghost <laughs> in Oregon. Yeah. Hey, they can be anywhere they want. You don't got to make it a race thing. I say, we got some in fucking Winchester. Come on. Yeah. Build, build the wall. Yeah. All right. So the fact that this entity can interact with other living beings and their vehicles is surely something of note. Uh, it said sometimes kill and eat cats and dogs, like we said, and speculations have spread that the specter has killed several humans. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, I, I, you, you, you weren't even ready for it, so I did it. I mean, there you he go. did it better. I know he did it better, but <laughs> timing, man, timing. Uh, it's always like that. Just ask your wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck timing. We need phrasing. Yeah. All right. The particular road was a popular destination for teenage couples to make out. They're probably from Murray State. <laughs> Goddamn whores at Murray State. No joke. Someone come in. Someone came in last night. And he's a personal friend. He comes in. He's like, I finally got a chance to listen to one of your episodes. And I go, Oh, really? He goes, Yeah. Fuck Murray State, right? <laughs> he's, We're I'm starting like, it, and I'm We're bringing like, it back. And I'm just like, you know, in all honesty, we don't know fucking shit about Murray State. He goes, I know, but fuck them, <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> the only thing you need to know about Murray State is. Find the coach, find a pedophile. Find the coach, find a pedophile. <laughs> don't you ask, don't you tell. You might end up right in hell. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, right. Oh, man. So in 1960, an unnamed couple arrived at the area frequented by the bandage man and attempted to make love. Amidst this love making, however, they noticed that the car was rocking back and forth. Oh, really? Yeah, it's called fucking. Yeah, it's called fucking in a car. <laughs> they looked up and saw what appeared to be a man completely covered in blood-stained bandages. He was latched onto the back of their trunk, staring at them and slamming his fists against the window. That wouldn't really rock the car back and forth. That would just make a loud banging against a fucking window. Yeah, as opposed to the loud banging of... Yeah. You know. Oh, man. They looked up and saw what appeared to be a man covered in blah, blah, blah. Terrified, they drove off, the man still pounding at the back window of the pickup truck. However, when they stopped, he was nowhere to be seen. Since then, people have reported to see the management when driving on that decommissioned road. He's also mentioned in Ghost Critters and Sacred Places of Washington and Oregon. Uh, the Bandage Man legend is currently being adapted into a movie by first-time independent dr- filmmaker Sebastian Bembenek and is being filmed on site in Cannon Beach, Oregon. Because there's nothing fucking else going on. Because he's probably from Cannon Beach, Oregon. Yeah, he's like, there's got to be something about this town. I can get out of this town one way. 
<laughs> she's just fucking like it's probably gonna be a blumhouse production Blumhouse oh, yeah. is like here's a couple million just go fucking film it. i don't care yeah, yeah. blumhouse you had a green light <laughs> like literally that's basically what fucking blumhouse is man literally it's like you go with any shitty idea where it's just oh yeah we have this story about the bye-bye man they're just like oh fuck it man, throw some money at you that's let's fine. let's get them to a cat let's get a bigfoot movie going out in my area fuck a bigfoot we, movie. no dude. no we can fucking just to say we did all right i'll with tell you lonnie what, you, lonnie hey, lonnie is the lead you pitch the blumhouse bigfoot movie i pitch the blumhouse ghost puncher movie <laughs> oh shit Let's only see. if i get to be the ghost puncher <laughs> I, I just want to walk around shit talking to ghosts wiping my ass on a ouija board <laughs> tablecloth <laughs> jacking off in front of it i'm just saying this now i do not want to be the bigfoot or the ghost <laughs> you'll be the ouija board <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> I've been needing to get back into shape. Anyways, I'm trying to go in the National Guard next year. Right. So this is what uh, some people have to say uh, about the fucking bandage man. This honestly looks like a drunk person having too much fun. <laughs> I would do it if I had access to a bunch of bandages and fake blood. And I was like, I know people are coming here to fuck. I would totally do that. This one person says rotting flesh bandages. This is why Super Meat Boy and Bandage Girl shouldn't have children. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that's fucking great. I like it. I like it a lot. All right, moving on, folks. Let's talk about something that's native to my homeland, Germany. No. Ohio? Yes, Ohio. Cleveland, Ohio, as a matter of fact. Let's talk about the one, the only, Franklin Castle. Right. Listed as Franklin Mansion here on hauntedhouses.com. Go fuck yourself, hauntedhouses.com. Don't burn up Germany. This is German humor. It's no laughing matter. Right? (laughs) Knock, knock. BS the question. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. All right. So it's located on Franklin Boulevard. You know, it's in the past, which was known as Millionaire's Row at one time. Though the neighborhood is now in somewhat a depressed state and yet is clean and graffiti free for now. Give it a few minutes. Yeah. I used to drive past this fucking place all the time. This huge four-story gothic stone mansion castle has 20 rooms with secret passageways, hidden rooms, turrets, gargoyles, and sports a ballroom on the fourth floor. The rooms are filled with beautifully carved paneling and has the original wood plank floors. However, this gorgeous one-of-a-kind mansion slash castle has an infamous reputation of being an evil, dark, brooding secret or two, and as well as being haunted by some very disturbed, if not sinister, sinister entities that have terrified and annoyed the living. Behind the castle, there seems to be another living unit above the garage, which must have been the old carriage house, right? Now, it's funny because for the longest time, um, someone in my elementary school, her dad was renovating this fucking place. <laughs> like, because they were trying to, like, reopen it and sell right. it. And, like, the renovations, like, totally stopped at one point because, like, they couldn't fucking explain shit. Shit would randomly catch on fire mm. and shit like that. Uh, okay, so it was built in 1864, started off on the wrong foot as it was made to order custom dream home of the wealthy Haynes and Louise Franklin, who were successful in the wholesale grocery and wine business. In 1881, members of the Franklin family began to die under mysterious circumstances, the first ones being their 15-year-old daughter Emma and Haynes' 84-year-old mother. In 1883, three more of the Franklin children supposedly died of some illness, though the neighbors suspected something more sinister at this time. All these deaths devastated Louise, who was very distraught and didn't deal with it well. She put all of her energy into improving the mansion with hidden rooms and turrets and other oddities. Because that's, you know, a rational thing to do when your children are dying. Well, I mean, look at what Sarah Winchester did. You know what I mean? Her fucking husband goes away, and she, you know, she decides, oh, I am fucking haunted by ghosts. And then 
All of a sudden, there's a shitty movie that was released last year. Yeah. Sarah Winchester. <laughs> uh, Winch- no Winchester Mansion out in the, in the San Jose, California. So it's like uh-huh. Yeah. All right, so... The mansion was bought by the German Socialist Party. Which used the place solely for meetings and parties for 55 years, and basically no one lived living stayed there, <laughs> with the exception of one man. Since 1968, various families and individuals have owned the Franklin Castle, and all have experienced annoying to terrifying events. Right? Uh, there was a fire in the castle around 2001 caused by a homeless man. The owner at the time was in the process of renovating and repairing the castle. But the damage caused by the fire eventually proved to be too big an os- obstacle, so he wound up selling the property to another individual around 2003 who had planned to turn the place into a private club. He had a sign posted on the front advertising this new coming club, which isn't in existence yet. Uh, they visited the summer. The, this, the play, people who run this fucking website visited the castle on our summer of 2006 cross-country trip. The castle was still in its long-in-the-tooth condition, as it seems renovation is going slowly for this owner as well. Wonder, wonder, one wonders why. So the manifestations of this fucking place. The unhappy, angry, and some evil entities that make Franklin Castle their home have a long history of bothering, bullying, bullying, and scaring the living, to say the least. On the mild side, doors have been seen flying off their hinges without any visible help. Lights freely go on and off by themselves. Chandeliers twirl with no help from air currents. Mirrors fog up without a logical reason. And murmuring, murmuring voices can be clearly heard in the visibly empty rooms. The one man to stay at the castle during the 30s was ill needed the care of a nurse. She was scared out of her job one night when she heard the loud, mournful cry of a child that was long dead. Hmm. 1968, the large, unsuspecting Romano family, consisting of Mr. and Mrs. Romano, Ray Romano, and their six children, moved into what they thought was their new home with plans to open a restaurant. They learned that they had unpleasant company as fellow housemates on the next day. Uh, They moved in. Busy with unpacking, the parents sent their twin two-year-olds and twin three-year-olds upstairs to play. That's a good fucking idea. Yeah. It was two sets of twins, one year after the other. Right? Fucking whore. (laughs) (laughs) The Catholic family. (laughs) They came... The fuckers fuckers were setting up franchises. Uh, They came down and told their puzzled parents about how they found a sad little girl in a long dress and asked for a cookie to try and cheer her up. After a search of the upstairs, no child was found. This scenario happened several times. Next, Mrs. Romano heard organ music coming from a non-existent organ. She also heard heavy footfalls describing as trampling or marching up on the third floor. That's probably from the German Socialist yeah, Party. <laughs> as if it, telling the living to stay away from the <laughs> third floor, feeling that unfriendly presences had claimed the third and fourth floors, and the living were unwelcome, the children were no longer allowed to play on those floors, and that the adults would no longer be going there alone. <laughs> So basically, the the Nazi ghosts come in, and they just invade the third and fourth floors. Yeah. Typical Nazis. Typical Nazis. And these people are the fucking French. They're just like, oh, yeah, that's fine. That's yeah, fine. take it, take it. Yeah. It's okay. All right. <laughs> Mrs. Romano's instincts were proven to be correct when three, came, three friends came to visit them. Three friends decided to take a look at the third floor. As they went up the stairs to get there, they were surprised to see an eerie, vaporous blanket of fog materialize right in front of them. It was then revealed that it was a douchebag and a snapback who was only vaping. <laughs> One brave soul walked towards this vaporous thing to investigate what it was. Before she could get close, she began to lose her eyes eyesight 
it was a very powerful vape. Uh, <laughs> her friends pulled her free from this insidious entity before she fainted. After this scary incident, the third floor was searched and no possible physical explanation for this cloud could be found. It's just, it's just, it's just fucking root hypnol, aerosolized. Oh shit! It's like the scarecrow with the fucking fear toxin. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Whatever was occupying the top two floors wasn't satisfied with only having half the floor space. On Halloween, the phone rang around 12 a.m., waking up Mrs. Romano. On the other end of the phone, a voice which sounded like it came from the grave asked her what are you doing with my daughter she asked her girl she said my na- my dad is dead then who was phone god <laughs> fuck you <laughs> can i sleep with you tonight apparently the voice asked her which is funny because we covered the necrophilia ask me anything last yeah. week yeah. Uh, <laughs> perhaps it was one of the ghosts of the dead children wanting some comfort miss romano screamed through the phone she vowed to never answer another phone call in the middle of the night all right. About a week later, Mrs. Romano awoke from a deep sleep and found herself in the middle of her bedroom floor, screaming so loud that she had lost her voice. Some unseen presence was screaming with her. Okay. How the fuck do you just like? All right, that was weird. All right, back to bed. Yeah, back to sleep. Okay. You know? Not when we start drinking if we don't leave. <laughs> Some unknown presence pulled the covers off the beds of the two oldest boys. Uh, that was probably the German socialist party. <laughs> <laughs> Evil joins the Hitler Youth. Did a priest die there? <laughs> we're just going after the fuck, fuck Murray State. And well, normally, but no, we're going after Catholics tonight. Believe it or not, most Murray State alumni actually end up being clergymen. So yeah, clergymen and Catholic horse. Title for the show: Fuck Priest. <laughs> fuck the priest, fuck you. I mean, that's that's pretty that's pretty standard. Really. Fuck the priest before they fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Turn those tables and rape the shit out of them. <laughs> oh, hi, Father Patrick. Bend over. <laughs> oh, man. You, ever, uh, you ever see Robin Williams live on Broadway? No. He fucking had this great bit where he was talking about uh, what they should do in response to all the fucking molestation and shit. And he's just like, uh, you know, we have a little shock collar. That'd be good. If a priest gets too close to a kid, you know, Timmy. <laughs> You know? <laughs> He's like, or the automated confessional can be fun. Yeah. If this is a venal sin, press one. If this is a cardinal sin, press two. <laughs> if this is cardinal law, please stay on the line. <laughs> Someone needs to put a fucking muffler on their truck. You hear that? Yep. Yeah, I need a couple more swigs. I know you can do it. I gotta get fucking lubrication, bitch. <laughs> right. Astro gel. Yeah, we're talking about fucking priest molestation. I need yeah. lubrication. <laughs> Bite the pillow and close your eyes. I'm, I'm going in dry. <laughs> Better not shout. Better not cry. I what? knew it was coming, but the Ultra Boys didn't. Right. <laughs> the only thing that was coming was the priest. Yep. Anyway, after consulting his and son- that one weird Ultra Boy, <laughs> <laughs> he's always been a little little. Girly. <laughs> I remember when young Harvey Weinstein came to our church. <laughs> After consulting a psychic Catholic priest, Mrs. Morano learned that her son had been raped. No. <laughs> Mr. Romano learned that the main culprit that was tormenting her was Louise Franklin, and that at times she was actually possessed or taken over by Louise. 
He also identified the entity that was racing up and down the stairs and slamming the doors as that is 15-year-old Emma. The priest advised the family to move out because he felt the evil presences that didn't accept them as owners of the mansions and wanted them to leave. In 1974, the Romano family sold Franklin Castle because Mrs. Romano had become physically ill and the house was getting the best of her. The next owner, Samuel Muscatello, turned Franklin Castle into a church and gave tours to raise money. One photographer, while sitting downstairs with the owner, heard a woman call his name. When he bounded, when he bounded up the stairs, no one was there. A disc jockey who took a tour saw something that shook him up, but he wouldn't share what happened. And when John Webster, who came to the castle to get info for a radio program on hauntings, something ripped the large tape recorder from his shoulder and threw it down the stairs, smashing it into pieces. All right, fucking a. So Muscatello sold Franklin Castle when the church idea didn't work out. Yeah. There's like no fucking priests in here. Right? After a couple of other owners, Franklin Castle wound up in the hands of George Marcetta, who lived out there alone during the week and gave tours on the weekend. After each two-hour tour, George passed out cards and asked the visitors to write down if they saw anything unusual. Some spotted a woman in black in the tower room, a woman in white. Uh, some felt temporarily paralyzed. Some found themselves babbling incoherently. Uh, George himself had heard babies crying, but he claimed he didn't believe in ghosts and wouldn't be living there if he did. He rationalized everything that had happened here must have logical explanations, even if he didn't know what they were. Finally, George Mercetta admitted that the mansion was haunted and visitors who took his weekend tour still experienced strange phenomenon, saw apparitions, and felt presences as he had written down everything reported to him in a log. What would you do if you were a ghost and you had the opportunity to fuck with people? You could either, you know, be evil as shit or just be, you know, just fuck with them for your own amusement. What, like, what would honest, you actually do to them? Me, me being the purpose, the person that I am, I would just be like one of Casper's uncles. You know what I mean? <laughs> and just be like a, a serious fucking troll. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and expect Casper to make me fucking food. I mean, just just run up and kick some dude in the junk. Essentially. Yeah, just... You know. It's all you're, you're going through a you know what you think is a haunted mansion. All of a sudden, it just you just feel a cold, icy, blunt thing hit you right in the balls. Right. <laughs> like, that would just suck. <laughs> On the side note, all the pictures they just showed of the mansion yeah. reminds me of the fucking mansion from Blank Check. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, did you <laughs> notice that? Yeah, I can see that. Here, <laughs> Sam. Sam's like, pull that shit back up. I don't even know what Blank Check is. It's a fucking old ass Disney movie. Uh, but in all honesty, though, the, the house is fucking beautiful. Like, yeah, it is. yeah, it is. But like, it's just like I. I wouldn't want to fucking live there. Fuck that noise. I don't want no German. With all the balconies and shit I see there, I'd end up getting drunk and killing myself by falling off one. Uh, with all the balconies, I'd be having to fight the urge to kill myself all the time. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't need, Fair enough. I wouldn't need to be drunk to be like, uh, should I? <laughs> but it, it, it has to be over like four or five stories and swan dive to, you know, really kill you. What? How, how tall is it? It's Maybe for you, because you're a I mean, small motherfucker. Me I mean, and we can go one foot up. There's, <laughs> there's five floors. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, plenty, plenty of room for a swan dive there. Yeah. Land straight on your neck, you can dive off a two-story and die. Oh, yeah. You know? But, uh, but yeah. Swan dive. Mommy, watch this. No hands. <laughs> exactly. All right, folks. We are going to be right back on the Church Absurd. We're about half an hour into this fucking shit. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely time we took a fucking commercial break. Falsco has an ad. Uh, so yeah, we'll be right back on The Church Absurd. Hello. I'm Reverend Jess from The Church Absurd. You know, the first of the month is a very tough time for everyone. 
And I'm not talking about the people who receive their government assistance. I'm talking about gas station workers. I'm talking about grocery store clerks. And I'm talking about bank tellers. Once a month, we have a hell descended upon us. Provided by the U.S. government and a battalion of meth heads who refuse to get a job. So this is a message to all those meth heads out there. I know times are tough, and I know you're struggling with your addiction. But there is an option. Maybe don't come down to our gas station at 1 o'clock in the morning to get your drug money. Maybe don't take out your entire government check at one time so you can spend it all on drugs. And maybe, just maybe, you'll have some money so you won't be handing me a sock full of quarters by the 7th. But there's an even better option. Remember, if you're struggling, and I do mean struggling, and you're a meth head, and you receive a check at the beginning of the month, suicide is always an option, the more you know. And we are back to the Church Absurd. Your host, Reverend Jess, joined by Deacon Sam and Cardinal Chris. What's happening, fuckers? Anthony Bourdain's still gone. That's true. That's true. All right, well, uh, let's talk about some current events. You know, continuing this unholy beast expedition, uh, because... So apparently Trump's penis is weird. Yeah, apparently it looks like mushroom toad. Like yeah, toadstool. old toadstool mushroom. Yeah. You know, short little shaft and massive head. Yeah. I mean, hey, good for him. Yeah. You know. but, uh, but, yeah. All right, moving on. Last month, a dude was interviewed on ITV uh, saying that he was abducted by aliens 40 years ago. So let's listen. To oh, the, yeah. Let's listen to the story of Calvin Parker. What exactly happened when you were abducted by aliens all that time ago? Well, we were... Uh going fishing. We had got off work at the shipyard that evening, and a friend of mine and I decided to go fishing. So while we were fishing... We were fishing. They were out there sucking each other off. Right. <laughs> so do you have a fucking pinch of dip in for this one? Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Hog a fucking grizzly in there. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on just a second. Where'd y'all put my spitter? <laughs> it's just so funny because it's just like we were done at the shipyard and me and my friend Bubba, who was in Vietnam with me. <laughs> Say, where the hell is this motherfucker from? In New Orleans. <laughs> That explains so much. I mean, we should be happy we can understand him. When's he going to start talking about scrimps? No, I'm serious. Like, we should be happy that we can fucking understand him. And he's not just like, yeah, we go down there and we get in there. We go out in the gator and then we, you know, like fucking swap people. Out there, they speak Creole. Out here, we speak banjo. Should be the same, but at night. No, there's this kind of French. Ours is just kind of trash. I don't ever want Not kind of. Yeah. New Orleans is the kind of place where you get lost on the river and then you hear, hello, pretty boy. You know? <laughs> All right. We seen some blue hazy lights out across the water, but they was reflecting from behind us. So when I stood up and turned around, then I noticed, I thought it was a law to start with going to tell us to move. <laughs> but I, I noticed that uh, it was a real bright light all at one time, and that's when the craft opened up the uh, door on the craft opened up and it was just really bright lights coming out. And that's when three, I call them uh, aliens or beings of some kind. 
Come Asians. Out <laughs> Fucking Mexicans. Two of them got a hold of Charlie myself. It was, Kraft was probably 300 yards away from us, or a football field. And they floated up. And they got, <laughs> Wait, so two of them got out and just sprinted a football field and just like, hey, Charlie, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> and Wait, you just sat there gotcha, the whole time. Bitch. Does this motherfucker think that a football field is 300 yards? Yeah, right? <laughs> 300 feet. <laughs> All right. They didn't walk. They floated. And two of them got a hold of Charlie and one of them got a hold of myself. So when they did, it was like I was scared. I was hunting a place to run. But it was nowhere to run. There was water in the front, water on the side. But immediately when they got a hold of us, I felt a little sharp something, and they must have gave me a shot to relax me. So they took us and floated us back aboard the craft. And so then they started got pulling the down craft, pants. I went in one direction. I didn't see Charlie anymore since then. I turned to look for him, but uh, he was just gone. And... They took me to the left of the craft, took me in a little room, and they put me on what I call a table, but I never felt that. <laughs> what I call, call a table? This, this thing I call a table. I like to think I invented the term. <laughs> table. People were calling it board with I four call- slim legs on it. I just started calling it table. I also <laughs> coined the term fake table. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just love that he's just like he's just number one he keeps saying floated yeah they just floated over to they us they didn't walk <laughs> they just and then they floated us over to the craft <laughs> the best part is this dude's wearing like a suit like he looks like a Republican senator <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like he's looking like he's just like you know I'm a Christian you know what I mean and I got raped by aliens <laughs> there ain't no support group for that son. <laughs> You want to talk about me too? <laughs> Hashtag me too. When's got, Rose McGowan going to get on my side? Take off that toboggan and, and <laughs> really get to work. Screw your support group shit. <laughs> Speaking of support, do you see where they're trying to put adults with kids in the LGBT shit? What? Yeah. Adults that have they're, kids and they're. No, they're trying to put like pedophilia relationships in the LGBT shit. So that's fucked up. You can't do that. Have you no. not heard that one? No. no that's no. an actual thing going around. I'm like, what the fuck? Isn't that like Nambla? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, it's just Nambla coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a message from Hung Daddy. <laughs> I am five inches. <laughs> I don't like midgets. <laughs> they piss me off. <laughs> <sighs> Go watch South Park season four. I don't know. Yeah, no, I saw I watched that one the other night. <laughs> it still holds up. I know. Well, it wasn't no, even I love... season four. <laughs> yeah, it was season four. Are you oh, sure? Oh, I don't was older than that. Oh though. no, don't question him on that. He has like a photographic memory when it comes to TV or movies, but nothing fucking useful. Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. He, he listens to a song once. He has it memorized. He hears a movie once. He has the whole fucking thing memorized. I'm like the rain man of useless entertainment. Yeah. He's on the spectrum. I agree with that. You're just fucking retarded. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of a little dash autism in there. (laughs) Basically. I'm artistic and autistic. What's your (laughs) point? I'm artistic. (laughs) (laughs) I never felt the table behind me, but I was laying about a 16, a 45 degree angle. The best angle for insertion. The thing that come out of the segling or it was just really floating it, uh, and it started circling my head. It was about the size of a deck of cards, but it was going click, click, 
click, click. I was a real big fan of saliva. And uh, <laughs> all I thought when I heard that was boom. <laughs> <laughs> and I figured it was kind of like an MRI or something. You know, thinking about it later, I didn't know what one was back then. But, uh, and then this big ugly creature that brought me in, he left out. So when he left, automatically, I never seen a door open or anything, but you know, this it must have been terrifying. Yeah. Looking creature Calvin, sorry, we have to stop you for a second because this must have been absolutely terrifying. We have to stop you for a second because it sounds like you're fucking lying. <laughs> <laughs> like, like seriously, like that's just—it's just so funny because it's like you're looking at this drawing here. And it just looks, it doesn't look like anything that could resemble, because like the the arms are fucking huge. Maybe Charlie had him try acid that night. I don't know. <laughs> Charlie might have had his own fun. Tri Char all of a sudden, I saw Charlie looking like a clown. And he was saying, We all floated down here. <laughs> <laughs> Still remember the night that came out. Someone tied the one the one red balloon to the to the, the gas station's uh, drain grate yeah. right out there by the road. Yeah, I, I want to know who did that so I can high five. Whoever they are, they were awesome. Yeah, they were they were awesome. <laughs> I mean, you're in a UFO with aliens, and they're what are they doing to you? They're sort of giving you an MRI and examination. That's what you thought was happening. They're waiting for uh, them to say probe. That's what I thought at the time, and yeah, it was really terrifying. But I was real relaxed about the whole deal when it was going on because I think, well, later on they seen a mark on my arm, and I think that was kind of an injection site where they might have gave me something to settle me down. Do they, um, do they speak well, to you uh, at all in any language or in, 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 any noises? <laughs> any? Well, they did have kind of a hissing noise, and then the one, the the big ugly creature, what I call him, left out. There was more of a feminine creature come in, and uh, she had great big titties. <laughs> and there's three of them, just like in that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> With them saying hissing, you need to do your snake thing again. Snakes, <laughs> right there. Yeah. Thank you, Violent J. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all honesty, though, like it's just funny because he's like he's. He I, I was real relaxed for the whole thing. I'm just waiting for him to be like, but then I felt something. <laughs> <laughs> then that little deck of cards camera thing started sliding up me. And I, buddy, I tell you, I shit bricks for a week. <laughs> Literal bricks. They were rectangular. <laughs> How the hell have y'all made... A six-minute video go almost twenty fucking minutes easily. Okay, oh Christ, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Now we started at like forty, you know, <laughs> like forty-one. So it's been about ten. You know, she just looked at me, but I knew for some reason I knew what she was saying, and uh, she said, "Don't don't worry about it." I thought, well, you know, so I use protection. Don't to worry about it right now. She actually said those words. No, she didn't speak. She. She communicated through them. Yeah, she telecommunicatively told me it. <laughs> we had the same idea. Yeah. I said, Write them there telepathy. <laughs> she was edumacated. She fucking, she tele telepathically told me. <laughs> I call it mental telepathy. <laughs> I was thinking to myself while I was. And then you were you were dropped back in, was, on, onto Earth again. You were taken out of the ship and put back in your boat. Is that what happened? Uh, no, we wasn't in a boat. We were standing on a okay. old metal pier to Shaw Peter's shipyard. 
the old shipyard had been abandoned for a long time and it had grown up. I thought you had gotten off of work <laughs> there. Uh, they, after she got through her examination and all, the other creature came back in and levitated us and took us out to exactly the same spot where we were and set me facing the water. And uh, my arms was outstretched and I really was still kind of dazed. I couldn't move. And then that's when I heard the friend that I was with, Charlie, said, Calvin, Calvin, you okay? And I thought, no, I'm not okay. My ass Calvin, got did you stretched. go to the police? <laughs> like, what was their reaction when you went to the police to tell them what had happened to you? We did. We called the police from a payphone at a store, and they come to check us to see, make sure that we wasn't drinking so we could drive. They said, stay right there. They gave us a sobriety test, and they took us, uh, told me just to follow them to the sheriff department. The so we department. did, and they separated us, put us in different rooms, and interrogated us. Uh, then they put us back in the same room together, and that's when they made the tape. I didn't know they was taping, or Charlie didn't. We didn't find this out till later. But they had made a tape on us. And, uh, and, it's, 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 and buddy, they laughed their ass off over and over again. <laughs> right. I think we'll leave it at that. <laughs> they made a tape on us, and they made us take off her clothes. And, <laughs> and they said, well, what makes you want to be a cam girl? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. So, yeah, what do you think of this fucking guy? Uh, I don't know. I ate some mushrooms with my brothers once, and we all ate them at the same time. Yeah. And we all just kept getting hit with waves of like us just spacing out and seeing weird shit for like five minutes at a time. We'd come back and be like, whoa, that was intense. I call it mental telepathy. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, him and his buddy just tried, some, uh, tried something fun. What do you think, Cardinal? At first, I just want to say I thought he was about to slip up on saying telepathy. Telepathy. <laughs> Like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and first off, hole in the story. He said he got off work at the shipyard, and then he's like, well, the shipyard been closed for years. <laughs> so, hole in the story right fucking there. Yeah. All righty, folks. Shrooms will do to you. Yeah. Let's move on to the final item here on Unholy Beasts and Blasphemous Series. Donald oh. Trump's weird penis. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's not, even that, it's not even that bad, okay? If anything, it's the green mushroom, so it gives you one up. One up inside your pussy. <laughs> God damn. Bravo. Thank you. Bravo. I spent five years working on that joke. <laughs> All right, no, um... Let's talk about a man named Sarge L18. Oh, God damn it. Did we finally get an interview on him? No, I've given up hope Fuck trying it. to get an interview with him. Fucking asshole. Yes. Uh, so, Sarge L18, I have his pa Facebook page pulled up here. Uh, you may be thinking, who the fuck is he? Well, I'll let him tell you himself. This is from an interview he did with the podcast Helm Steve Dave Overkill. Up until 1998, I was just a normal person, regular job, married, uh, a couple kids. And uh, it was September, uh, and I went downstairs into my basement to get a beer to come up and watch the Jets game. And I walked downstairs, and the basement was covered with a thousand black salamanders. Um, I looked at the salamanders, and then my head just started swimming. And then all of a sudden, I remembered in Wanaku in the 60s, I was uh, picked up by aliens and UFOs and who I was and what I was supposed to do. I started seeing things all in a matter of minutes. And uh, when I came upstairs, I sat in my den. I never got that beer. I sat in my den. I, I looked at my wife at, at the time, and I said, uh, I think I can see ghosts. 
everywhere. And she's looking at me like I'm nuts. I said, something just happened downstairs. I said, but I have no clue. Well, that's how it started. All right. Basically, he claims to be uh, the first man to ever discover an interdimensional vortex uh, located in Wanakee, New Jersey. Really? Because I thought it was just mom's, John's mom's vagina. Right? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. This motherfucker's from New Jersey? Yeah. Sounds like he's from fucking, like, South Carolina with the way he talks. Yeah. I mean, if he's from New Jersey, you know he's a fucking asshole. But, you know, I mean, honestly, he is a nice guy. He just It's really hard to get fucking interviews with him. Oh, yeah. He's but, a busy man. Got a lot of important well, stuff he, going he, on. He is, in all honesty. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah. Okay, so uh, he says that his mother was part of the real Philadelphia experiment, which involved impregnating <laughs> impregnating human women with alien sperm, essentially. That fucking CIA always doing some shady shit. Here we go. Well, back then, they were doing a lot of experiments in Montauk with time, with what you would know popularly as a Philadelphia experiment. Yes. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I'm one of the byproducts of that. They chose certain unmarried women to impregnate, and uh, I believe my mother was one of them. Matter of fact, I pretty much know it because I've never met anybody that can do what I do yet. Right. And you may be thinking, what can he do? He is one of the only people who can openly locate the vortexes. He can make UFOs appear whenever he wants them to. He's done this on television. He has a Facebook page. I want to see a clip of him making a UFO appear on television. Uh, look at look up Strange Universe. You'll find it. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, say so can everybody in Hollywood. It's called CGI. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah, he has this Facebook page, and on this Facebook page, what I'm what I'm telling you here, uh, he mentions this. Uh, the, his name is Sargell Eighteen. What that stands for is Sergeant of Light. And basically, what he's saying is there are eighteen beings out there that are products of the Philadelphia experiment that are able to, you know, they have, they have certain, you know, traits that they can do. Uh, he has found one of the other people who, who, who he's, you know, committed the rest of his life to. Oh, of course. And her thing is apparently eternal youth. Uh, he His is ability to essentially fight demons coming out of the vortex and everything like that. And he has a fuck ton of pictures on this Facebook page. He used to have like a website itself, but he just decided it would be easier to do it like on Facebook. Uh, but literally a bunch of evidence, light slugs, uh, the Jersey devil ghosts, interdimensional vortexes, astral dragons, atypical UFOs, demons, football orbs, astral creatures, astral aliens. You know what I mean? It's really fucking out there, you know? Uh, but it's interesting, all right? And according to him, this is what happens at the Vortex. And here I am. I'm taking people to the Vortex in Wadikoo, and they're coming face-to-face with aliens, demons, creatures, everything under the sun. When it comes to the Vortex and the evidence that I have, and the evidence that I don't take people there anymore because out of the hundred and some people that I took there, about 98% of them either lost their mind or became instantly possessed. Which really oh. sucked. Really sucked. But uh, <laughs> I had to kill every one they, of them. <laughs> they want to see. People want to see something. But when you show it to them in their face, they freak. And he- I'll tell you what. It's. Basically, he said uh, he took one camera crew out there, uh, and the one guy went missing. 
They found him three days later walking along the New Jersey Turnpike, completely insane and incoherent. And naked. Yeah. And uh, basically, it was just, it's just, it's very strange. And you look at this shit, and, you know, according to Telequa, the girl that he you know, is with, that's her name given to her by the beings in the I think vortex. I heard that name in Louisville before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, according to her, the photos are all straight from the camera haven't been you know touched up or anything like that the closest they've been to being touched up is where he's highlighted certain things by you know cutting them out and putting them against the black background so you can see him a little bit better I'm trying to pull up a picture here so like this is him showing one of the vortexes and everything like that which i mean it's open to interpretation looks like he just splooged on the fucking camera lens <laughs> I mean, cigarette smoke in the camera but lens can be kind of funny. But, but you know? that's the thing. They made sure they, you know, they weren't smoking or anything like that. And, you know, he's shown interesting shit. It's interesting shit. But, yeah, he claims to be an alien-human hybrid. If you want to learn more about Sargell, I recommend going to his Facebook page or watching his new YouTube show, Sar- Sargell 18 Stranger Universe. And uh, it's uh, it's good shit. It's, it's interesting. Kind of sounds say. like we need to go on a road trip. Right, so yeah, we just need to show up to him. Yeah, be like, hey, take us. Well, the one thing, the one thing I like here is, you know, it, he has these all these photos up here for you to see, and you know, all this shit where it's like he's not hiding who he is, and you know, I, I just, I think number one, he got a letter from NASA, okay, and like basically it was from. A, like a specific section of NASA that you know is it's it's hard to see, but basically, it's from the most private sector of NASA, and it says you have way too much information. You need to stop divulging it because no one's going to believe you. You know what I mean? So I mean, it is what it is. I don't know if it's real, but it's fucking interesting. I mean, I think we can all fucking agree on that. Yep. It just shows meth is all across the country. Yep, rampant drug use. Yeah. Rape in the U.S. In all honesty, though, I recommend checking it out his page. He's hide your kids, he's, hide your wife. He's because we're impregnating with everybody with aliens out here. Yeah. He's interesting as fuck. I, I really enjoy it. Oh, you know, there's my two cents. Yeah, exactly. It, it picked up. All right, folks. Well, after that long hour, <laughs> an hour of cryptids, an hour of unholy beasts and blasphemous theories, it's time for everyone's favorite segment. Up, man. That's right, folks. It's time for Wow That's Fucked Up. This is where we look at fucked up shit and make fun of it. Like adults. Because we are mature adults. Exactly. That's why we host a podcast for 30 people on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, 30 other. Very, you know, and we're an hour into this, so we're going to keep it short, sweet, and to the fucking point. <laughs> it's time for like the impressions game. game. Okay. Yes, very much so. All right. Now, you may be thinking, what are we looking at? What are we? What child molestation, murdering, raping, cannibalism letter are we reading today? And we're not. Reading or what? That. What incels manifesto or letters of satanic love? We are talking about the king of incels, Patheticus oh. Elliot Roger today. Oh God, revisited. Yes. Revisited. I have here a list of quotes from Elliot Roger's manifesto and personal blog post. So naturally, we're going to read these oh, fucking will, cringy quotes and impressions. This will be beautiful yes so let's naturally because he is the you know poor you know 
tortured artist. Tortured soul. The tortured soul. As someone who's never heard of him before, who is oh. he? Oh. He's the guy that what, killed his Chinese roommates and ran uh, up in a sorority house shooting it up. In Isla Vista because he never got laid. He, he was, was a, a 22-year-old virgin? Yes. He he birthed the in, involuntary celibate movement. Yeah. Sounds like Bang Bros need to go raid his college like they did. Well, he was saying women denied him and he deserves He was the perfect gentleman, this and that. The supreme gentleman. Oh, yeah. The supreme gentleman. Yes. He swear on that is don't act like a fucking creeper. So he, don't he, turn it down. So he uh, killed, like, yeah, killed a bunch of people, yeah. drove his BMW to his parents' house to take their Mercedes because it would bigger and it was bigger and would do more damage with him running people over. All yeah. that talking about all that shit laid his whole plan out pretty much, and he failed in every aspect. <laughs> yeah, he, he was a total bitch. He pretty much just ran in the story house, fired off a couple shots, and <laughs> went around driving around, killing a few people, injured a bunch of people, killed I think seven altogether. Yeah. But uh, but yes, and he posted a, a YouTube manifesto. That's why he got huge. It sounds like some bitch. No, some bitch shit. shit. Yeah, some bitch shit. But I didn't know who it was, and then I listened to him on a four chan webm, yeah. and I was like. This guy needs to get fucking laid. I didn't know he had done it. I didn't. This yeah. is why I didn't know who he was or what he had done. Well, he said he like, only killed some people. That's some bitch numbers. I know. Yeah. It's like that woman, that female shooter. She uh, not only did she only kill three, which is you know less than what men make. Come on, let's be honest. Yeah. It's America. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know they only get seventy percent of what men get. She also failed at killing herself. She had to shoot herself in the head twice. How the fuck do you fail at killing yourself? Well, there was a guy in the area of Kentucky I grew up in. He had shot himself in the head three times and was still alive. One went up through there, took out his nose, through the cheek, and then behind the eyes. But uh, hers went up, like, through her eye, kind of, and she had to, you know, while in just excruciating pain, pretty much just had to, like, reach the gun up there. I'll say, it just sounds like poor angling. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, if you're so, really, it's just, so that was another, like the half, it's like, eh, so should it, I? It should be like, God damn it. In other words, what you're saying just is, just do the right way, get a shotgun. What you're saying yeah. is, she had to give it another shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <she had. laughs> that was probably the best thing that will ever be used for. Kudos right. to you, sir. Yep. All right, fuckers. Well, we are going to take a look at some of Elliot Rogers' quotes. Yeah. Yeah, but when we're done with this episode, uh, Cardinal, I'll show you. The, I'll show you his retribution video. And oh show you just how God! But he posted a 140-page written manifesto that he called "My Twisted World: The Story of Elliot Rodger." So we have a bunch of quotes from that. So we are going to read them impressions. So all right. Well, I know exactly who we're starting out with. Right. Exactly. So we're going to get this started as the tortured artist. Naturally, it's only fitting that we give him the tortured artist theme. Oh, of course. <laughs> All right. Michael Jackson. <laughs> no. Ah. I told you I have to do that. I have to get more work into that. One. Fine. Trump. You're trying very hard on the Michael Jackson. Yeah, no, I am. It would be perfect. The boys in my grade talked about sex a lot, okay? Some of them even told me that they had sex with their girlfriends. That was the most devastating and traumatizing thing I have ever heard in my life. Okay, oh nobody, my, nobody jealous. has heard anything more devastating and traumatizing than I have. Okay. <laughs> oh God damn it! Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Boys having sex at the age of fourteen? What? <laughs> I said boys having sex at the age of fourteen? What? I couldn't fathom it. How is it they were able to such have such intimate and pleasurable experiences with girls I can only fantasize about? 
I frequently started asking myself, this was an all boys school, how in the hell were all these boys able to even meet girls to have sex with? <laughs> oh, Bam Margera. Dude, I frequently started asking myself. I was like, I hope they're lying. I hoped against all hope. And one of my obnoxious classmates named Jesse was bragging about having sex with his girlfriend. I defiantly told him that I didn't believe him. So he played a voice recording of what sounded like him and his girlfriend having sex. I could hear a girl saying his name over and over again while she panted frantically. (laughs) He grinned at me smugly. I felt so inferior to him. (laughs) And I fucking hated him. Lonnie. (laughs) I began to have fantasies of becoming very powerful and stopping everyone from having sex. I wanted to take their sex away from them, just like they took it away from me. I saw sex as an evil and barbaric act, all because I was unable to have it. This was the major turning point. My anger made me stronger inside. This was when I formed my ideas that sex should be outlawed. It's the only way to make the world a fair and just place. If I can't have it, I will destroy it. That's the conclusion I came to right then and there. God damn. Uh, Dr. Phil. I spent more time studying the world, seeing the world for the horrible, unfair place it is. I then had the revelation that just because I was condemned to suffer a life of loneliness and rejection doesn't mean I'm insignificant. I have an exceptionally high level of intelligence. I see the world differently than anyone else. Because of all the injustices I went through and the worldview I developed because of them, I must be destined for greatness. I must be destined to change the world, to shape it into an image that suits me. Macho Man Randy Savage. All right, a little context. He started playing lottery because he, he was hoping that, that it might help him get laid if he got even richer. Oh, man. That lottery ticket, of course, didn't win. And neither would any of the tickets I'd buy after it. Oh, yeah. But they would give me hope. Maybe if I built muscles, girls would be attracted to me. Oh, yeah. I hopefully proclaimed myself. <laughs> Give me Nick Cage. He was my comrade in virginity. For he too didn't get any attention from girls. And I'm sure, you know, he suffered from it, but not as much as I did. I was very perplexed as to why he didn't feel any anger towards girls for denying him sex. Cartman. But that was only a small portion of why I quit playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> the main reason was this disturbing new player base. The game got bigger with every new expansion that was released, and as it got bigger, it brought in a vast amount of new players. I noticed that more and more normies 
who had active and pleasurable social lives were starting to play the game. And as the new changes catered to such a crowd, WoW no longer became a sanctuary where I could hide from the evils of the world, because the evils of the world had now followed me there. <laughs> Gonna pick one off the board? <laughs> I'll go with McConaughey. I saw people dragging online about their sexual experiences with girls. <laughs> and they used the term virgin as an insult to people <laughs> who were more immersed in the game than them. That insult stunned because it was true. Those virgins did tend to get more immersed in such things because I realized we're lacking. Couldn't stand to play WoW knowing that my enemies, the people I hate and envy so much for having sexual lives, were now playing the same game as me. I'm gonna think about him every time I have sex with my wife. <laughs> uh, fucking son of Sam. There was no point anymore. My best friend Bradley betrayed me by leaving me and going to some ginger named William. One day, I will get my revenge. I realize what a terrible mistake I made to turn my back on the world again. The world is brutal, and I need to fight for my place in it. My life was at a crucial turning point, and I couldn't waste any more precious time. A few family friends complimented my appearance, and that made me feel a little bit better about myself. It's so peculiar how a simple smile a compliment can completely change how I feel about the world for a few moments. John Malkovich. I excused myself as soon as I finished eating, and boy did I stuff myself on that meal. I then walked outside onto the beach. The wine had long since gone to my head, making me feel a sense of dizzy invigoration. I started walking along the shores, taking in the magnificence of the gentle, moonlit ocean, and it was so romantic. I kept walking and walking with no de destination in mind. The romance of it all filled me with despair and longing. I wanted a girlfriend to experience that moment with me, but no girl wanted to be my girlfriend. The only thing I could do was imagine how heavenly it would be to have a beautiful girl by my side. Such a shameful tragedy. I ended up walking for two hours and at the end of it I was crying to myself because I felt so sad. Gilbert Gottfried. I did however pass by one young girl. She was like a goddess who came down from heaven. She was walking alone in her bathing suit with her luscious blonde hair blowing in the wind. I couldn't help but slyly admire her beauty as we passed each other. I was scared. I was scared she might view me as nothing but an inferior insect whose presence ruins her atmosphere. Her beauty was intoxicating. And then, just as we passed each other, she actually looked at me. She looked at me and smiled. Most girls never even deigned to look at me, and this one actually looked at me and smiled. I've never had such an erection in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, uh, Sylvester Stallone. <coughs> Lubricate. 
Yeah, I got to lubricate. <laughs> <laughs> lubricate, then open open wide. Let me, get, let me get in there. Did the priest come in again? Yeah. <laughs> Call me Father Sam. Father Bad Touch is what I like to hear. How could an inferior ugly black boy be able to get a white girl and not me? I'm beautiful. And I'm half white myself. <laughs> I'm descended from British aristocracy. He's descended from slaves. I deserve it more. Yep. <laughs> yep. When did this happen again? What year? <laughs> 2014, I think. God, I think I saw it on 4chan when he was like <laughs> actually posting it. Probably. Okay. Jesus. <sighs> Let's read one last one last time. All right. All right, Cardinal, pick the last one. Uh. Let's go ahead and go with Obama if you can do it. I eventually grew to hate him after I heard him having sex with my sister. I arrived at the house one day, my mother being at work, and heard the sounds of Samuel plunging his penis into my sister's vagina through her closed room door along with my sister's moans. I stood there and listened to it all. So my sister, who was four years younger than me, managed to lose her virginity before I did. All right. <laughs> Fucking patheticus, man. Right. He's, a, he's a beautiful human being. <laughs> We lost someone special. Yeah, lost a real gem to society right there. I was oh. like, I think it was perfect timing. As soon as I showed you the message saying Macho Man, it started talking about building muscle, being rich, and all that shit. I was like, like, damn, it's it was like you perfect. planned it. Perfect. It's like you planned it. It was beautiful. Yeah. He knew one day we would be doing this. All right. Well, speaking, we of, are the supreme gentleman like him. Whole, I trained for this my whole life. Speaking of doing it, it's time for. To cringe. Oh God! You want to cringe with me, boys? Is it more horse fucking? No. Is it more dog fucking? No. Is it more children fucking? No. Is it more old lady fucking? No. Is it more dad fucking? No. Okay. Is it more Santa Claus choking? No. Okay. <laughs> That's right, folks. It is the cringe corner. This is where we look at cringy shit and try not to cringe, but we always fucking do. Never fails. Yeah, it never fails. Let's get sexual. Oh, God. With creepypasta characters. <laughs> it's story time. God damn it. Sam, you're on. I'm on. Am yeah. I reading? Yes. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I came back to the Slender Mansion since Slender wanted me there today. I walked through the door, and a note sat on the floor when I walked in. I leaned down, wiggling my ass in the air. The whole time, picking up the note while closing the door behind me with my foot. The note read, Yes or no, come upstairs to my room. I have a surprise for you. Sincerely, Slender Man. I smiled, but also cocked my head to the side, wondering what the surprise is. I giggled and grew erect in anticipation. I walked up the stairs into his bedroom, opened the door. I walked in to reveal that his room was pitch black, and I looked around. The door closed behind me and locked. And I was like, Harvey Weinstein? 
I jumped at the sudden noise and suddenly something pinned me against the door. I gasped. I've been waiting for you, beautiful, a deep, dark voice said. It was Slenderman. Wait, hold on. Go back. Just go back to I gasped. I gasped. I've been waiting for you, beautiful. Damn it. <laughs> the deep, dark voice of Gilbert Gottfried said. It was Slenderman. But the problem with him right now was his voice was darker than usual. <laughs> and full of, oh God, lusty. I squirmed under his grasp that held my arms above the door so I couldn't move. Slender? I gasped and pleaded. He just chuckled, and he was so close that I could feel his hot breath on my neck. What's wrong, child? You don't want me? He asked darkly. I blushed deep red, penis filling with blood. I... I want you, Slenderman, I said. I had to admit this was turning me on. I've never done anything like this with Slender before. Not with anybody. I was also I was also scared out of my mind. This side of Slender also scares the shit out of me, honestly. Good! Now, child! Just stay calm and let me take control! And as he opened the Bible and started to perform the last rites that a Catholic priest would, <laughs> he chuckled. A noise of crackling and bone cracking was popping in my ears and suddenly I knew what was going on. <laughs> a warm, wet, long object started to lick up and down my neck. My stomach dropped as I got that butterfly feeling in my stomach. It was Slender's snack-like tongue. It was running all over my neck and collarbones. <laughs> A small moan escaped my lips, and he chuckled darkly. His lips started sucking on my collarbone, and he bit it. And he bit it with his sharp teeth. Tastes like Chinese food. I winced at the pain and pleasure. He stopped. I looked at him confused, but of course he couldn't see me. I won't continue till you tell me what you want. What you exactly want. <laughs> you. He asked, his voice full of lustful darkness. You, I whispered. Oh, what do you want? His mouth only a centimeter away from my jawbone. You, I want you. Oh! You, Slender Man! I want you, I screamed back. He then threw me up so I was straddling him now. I wrapped my legs around his neck and gasped. He started sucking and biting on my neck as his hips grinded and banged into me. I moaned and screamed out. I couldn't take it anymore. Fuck me, Slender Man! Fuck me, Slender Man! Please! I screamed. He was banging into my hips so hard that I swore the door would break in half any second. I moaned loudly. As you wish. He chuckled. I got off him and removed my pants and panties as he opened the crease in his pants and his member fell out, hard as a rock. I gulped at the size, about 10.9 inches. Oh shit, what did I get myself into? He grabbed me and slammed me against the wall, pulling me up to his waist as he pinned my arm. How fucking long is this? This may hurt, child. <laughs> he says I nodded my head for him to go ahead. 
He then slowly <laughs> entered my wet area, and I winced in pain as he broke my lair, blood dripping out of me. I screamed and cried as he started thrusting harder and harder, then his hips moving violently. The pain soon went to pleasure, and I was moaning, and now screaming in pleasure. I bounced on his hips, and he was panting and growling like a wolf. Go on. That turned me on even more. Christian, go ahead. Yeah, thank fucking Christ. Take on over, bud. Slenderman, I screamed. (laughs) (laughs) He chuckled in between each pant. He then slammed... I can't do this without laughing my ass (laughs) off. Pull the mic over. (laughs) Uh, You've never had to read, what was it, Charlie Manson's smut or Jeffrey Dahmer's smut? No. Then slammed his mouth into mine. He forced his tongue down my throat and I gagged. <laughs> he then went back to my mouth and wrapped his snake-like tongue around mine. And I pulled it out. Then he bit down on my tongue, making his sharp teeth dig into my tongue. I screamed out. Be mine, he whispered. <laughs> Be mine, he whispered. <laughs> I need to read ahead. <laughs> oh no, he always hits me like this with gay smut. Okay. <laughs> dark gay smut. <laughs> go, go on. Be mine. <laughs> it was realistic. Lustfully, I looked at him. This side of Slenderman scared the shit out of me, but also made me so turned on. His smile then went all the way up my, all the way up past where his eye, I can't think of, where his eyebrows would be. Oh shit! And he slammed into me, and I screamed and as loud as I could. He was thrusting so deep, I swore he was going to come out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I could have. I could feel my insides being smashed up against my brain. <laughs> I felt like I was going to puke. His hip slammed into me, then bringing his mouth to my neck, sucking and biting on my sweet spot. I moaned. I then took a little more control and slammed my mouth into his, shoving my tongue down his throat, making him gag in pleasure. <coughs> I chuckled, vibrating both of our mouths. It, he moaned, and out of tongue... And our tongues had an all-out war. Him sucking on my tongue, me biting down on his lip. I know I, I know he told me to just let him take control and for me to just take it. But I need to show my dominance here. You're mine, Slender Man. And if anyone tries to take you away from me, I'm going to rip out their insides and tear their neck apart. I said darkly, he smirked. Good. Now how about we go over the edge, shall we? He asked, I nodded, and his tongue grew about six feet long, and he started licking and rubbing and twisting and stabbing my clip. <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> I started twitching, he noticed. He got more and more rougher as... <laughs> he got more and more, more and more rougher as he was still slamming into me. I moaned, and I felt a ticklish feeling in my stomach. I knew that I am at my peak, and one more movement... <laughs> He'll throw me off off and over the edge. Like you said, he noticed I was coming soon and then and he then (laughs) he then threw me in the air. Oh my god. He then threw me up in the air and put me on his shoulders, his mouth right on my core. I moaned and he slammed his tongue into me and vibrated my clit. Sending me twitching and scream twitching and screaming. 
God damn you. <laughs> he came to us. <laughs> he came to somehow and we both screamed out each other's names. After we got our breath back, he greatly put me down and carried me bride style. Then he set me on the bed, snuggling up to me, and then we both fell asleep. What an amazing first time. <laughs> God. <laughs> God damn y'all. If you ever listen to episode one... He makes me read the Grace Bud letter with no pretext. And that's the letter of a man writing to a mother of a girl he abducted by telling the mother he was taking her to a party, then talking about how he killed her and ate her. Yeah. But he didn't fuck her. She died a virgin. Yeah, she died a virgin. Yeah. I just like how me trying not to laugh my ass off made me sound like I didn't know how to fucking read. <laughs> I was trying so hard to keep a straight face, but I couldn't. It's all right. After a couple of these, you learn to start you know, putting some effort. <laughs> you, learn, you learn to start really... <laughs> I was past that. It was uh, not perfect. Yeah. Uh, shit. Uh, right, well, yeah. We are going to be right back on the Church Absurd where we're going to close this out. We will see you in just a little bit. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Falsco's new dinner service, Blue Anatomy. Are you a cannibal? Does it seem like it's hard to find the succulent human flesh that you oh so crave? Well, with Falsco's new Blue Anatomy service, they send the meat right to your door, along with pre-portioned ingredients that will make your fantastic cannibal dinner even better. Special recipes for this month include a 13-year-old Filipino boy, a 37-year-old Chinese man, which two portions are recommended because, let's be honest, 30 minutes after you're done eating it, you'll want some more, and a 73-year-old finely-aged German woman in the form of a bratwurst. And for any cannibals listening in the audience, this this month only, use a special offer code ABSURD to get a free meal of liver, farva beans, and a nice Chianti. And if you use the additional free offer code, you get free shipping on that order. Be sure to check out Falsco's new product, the Blue Anatomy Dinner Service. Because if people say that you're a man-eater, you might as well go the full nine, am I right? And we are back for the final time of this episode to the Church Absurd. Your host, Reverend Just Joe, Deacon Sam, and Cardinal Chris. So... Boys, I think it's been a good episode so far. Yep. Fuck me, Slender Man. <laughs> Fuck you for making us read that. You know, I, I mean, it's, it's Chris's first time on the show. You gotta, you I was gotta, like, you think, you think this episode went well. I think I just lost fucking brain cells. I can feel them <laughs> committing mass suicide. <laughs> the best part this is... This is episode I, 29 for us. The best, the best part that is... explains so much. <laughs> yeah. The best part is when I'm going to send that audio clip of him reading it to his sister. <laughs> uh, I need to get her on Snapchat because I saved the whole thing. <laughs> I sent it all to my wife, too. I hope she doesn't play it at the hospital. Right. <laughs> She just fucking t- taking some Opens old person. Opens up here. Fuck me, Slender Man. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. Fuck me, Slender Man. Okay. With, with, with Cardinal Chris. My only thing to ask you is, who the fuck still uses Snapchat? I do. I don't do social media. He loves the dog filter. Yeah. <laughs> I do yeah. Facebook for Messenger. Yeah, I do I Facebook do for any Messenger. Of that Snapchat, shit. I got a couple friends from boarding school I got on there, and then just random people I've you met. You were not joking earlier? You no, actually I went to, to an all-boys military boarding school in Alabama. Yep. That understands why I get a vibe from you that you like it in the ass. You were with all boys. Yeah. Yep. You had to explore your sexuality somehow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now the gay kids have their own barracks. We just run in there and beat them up every once in a while. <laughs> well, before we go, you know, we want to do one last final segment. Um, Sam, you got anything you want to put on blast? No. I mean, we can put my bowels on blast, but I already <laughs> did that after I ate Chinese food today. Right. Um, no, I'm good. I'm good. Christian, you got anyone you, say, you want to say a good fuck you to? Fuck y'all for getting me on here. <laughs> But it's on blast. Shit talk us. Yeah, you gotta shit talk us. I can't shit talk on this. Like Reverend Jess is a bitch.
starting this podcast, making us read a bunch of gay smut shit. Fuck's his problem. Reverend Jess, fuck you. <laughs> Looking like a Canadian ass son bitch with bald head, big ass beard. I'm surprised you ain't wearing a fucking jersey. <laughs> he has a jersey for the podcast. Well, god damn it. <laughs> He's a Canadian wannabe. Making us read some... For one, it started out as gay Slender Man, then it's trans- somehow the boy transferred into a girl. I didn't know it was a girl. I was just making it gay. I, f- I just assumed it was gay because that's what he usually has me read. So you just get people on here to make them read gay shit. Is that the premise of all this? Essentially. And, and back, okay. back to the uh, you look at you being a Canadian wannabe. Does that mean I can call you? Uh, uh, sorry, Canucker. Canucker. Alright, you done putting me on blast? Yeah, yeah, we're done putting you on blast. Okay, if you're done putting me on blast, okay. <laughs> Alright. Well, I have something I want to put on blast. People who hate Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> Canadians are fucking amazing. If you don't fucking believe that, you're fucking wrong. Did you yeah. like the Canada joke in Deadpool? Yes, I did. <laughs> Very much so. In all honesty, anybody that doesn't like Canada is a fucking retard. <laughs> I met a Canadian on PUBG. The end of us going through a whole match and winning, he called me buddy. You know what? I friended him. When a Canadian calls you buddy, it's like their pinky swear. I'll tell you what. Anybody who doesn't like Canadian, anybody who doesn't like Canada, Canadian culture, Canadian television shows, they can suck some some fucking syrup out of my great maple leaf. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) And Sam was that the high point of your life right there? Yep, high point right there. Canadian Canadian called me buddy. I'll tell you what. I had a white girl call me bro once, and I told her she was a piece of trash. <laughs> and it turns out she was. I don't call those trash. I call them whores. Yeah. Thought. <laughs> All right. That's it for the blast session today. All right. All right, folks. Well, thank you very much for listening to this episode of The Church Absurd. Uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, at The Church Absurd. I'm at RevJess underscore FL Radio. Sam, you are at? At Hangry Pitbull, Deacon Sam. Yep. Uh, you on Twitter? Okay, Cardinal Chris isn't on Twitter. Follow him at Mem3, Mashin3. <laughs> um, I feel like Portageon was kind of pissed that we let him be Cardinal, because he wanted to move up to Cardinal. No, no, he wanted to move up to John the Unholy Baptist. Oh, yeah, that's right. We wouldn't let him. He stayed all alter bitch. Yeah, so <laughs> the only thing I'm on is Instagram, and that's for my gaming shit. Yeah, there you go. Well, promote your Twitch channel. Check me on Twitch, Mixer, and Instagram at... Amaterasu Hell 19. Yeah, there you go. All right. So. If you can spell it, you'll find me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> There's a plug. Be sure to listen to all the other Fat Lows radio shows, including the Fickle Fanboy with RPM, Acclaim and Shame, uh, the Unseriously Serious podcast. Is be sure to contribute to the network with the League of Infuriated Nerds and check out the Designated Drinkers. Other than that, check out the Associated shows. You know what they are. And, uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. We appreciate the fuck out of you. You're your beautiful, brilliant bastards. Uh, remember, hashtag fuck Murray State. Yeah, fuck Murray State. Fuck yeah. Catholic priests. Yeah, fuck Catholic. Well, I mean, if you're children, they're fucking you. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> find the preacher, find the pedophile. <laughs> Just fucking spotlight right here. You know? yeah. Spotlight. Maybe this will get us uh, noticed and famous. Right. People are just like, who are these people saying fuck? everybody right <laughs>
<laughs> the f- we just changed the name of the show to the fuck cast <laughs> overall goal fuck the world right yep. exactly but uh yeah make sure you tweet out to Stephen king trying to get him to get him to do an intro buffer for us yeah that's, no uh, I, I, he never he tri- never even tried to respond so that's, you know that's sam's new crew childhood uh you know best uh you know my favorite author since i was a child but still you know whatever Stephen king it's okay I understand you're a busy man. Exactly. exactly. Get Ben Marger to do intro for y'all too. No, he's too depressed. <laughs> I can just do that myself. Yeah. Fucking anyway. Uh, but yeah, other than that, uh, anything else we want to say before we go? Inve- Penis. Investigate Tower Seven. Lemony Vagina. Lemony Vagina. Other than that, folks, you know, you know how it is. As always, go in peace and, and tear the world to pieces. No, no, no. This has been a Fat Lols Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio. But we're back in the we're back in the thick of it. He's gotta be a fat boy real quick. Oh yeah. Gotta get your mouth full, start talking in the microphone, making mouth sounds. I ain't dropping shit all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Good shit, ain't it? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. Oh yeah. Just remember don't eat all of it or Kim will fucking kill you. I'm about to dig back in on that subway. I don't blame you. Eat lead. <laughs> you ever uh, punch a small child? Yes. It's invigorating. It's what the uh, younger kids at the boarding school were for. <laughs> Say, I live with my niece and nephew. I always fucking punch them. I thought my assholes. My, my brothers and sisters-in-law for my wife are all younger than me. <laughs> I hold the kids upside down and so just let my dogs attack their faces. They're just licking them so it's not like they're hurting them still. See, I got a three and six year old at home. Thanks to my sister and those are little fuckers. These ones go between seven and seventeen. I literally took my niece and tape, duct taped her to a fridge at our old house. <laughs> when we were younger, my older brother Joe, we tied him to a, the swing set in our backyard. But then it started raining. And then it started raining. <laughs> What'd you say? And raped him. <laughs> well, it started raining, and we couldn't get the knots undone on the rope because they got wet. So we left him for like three hours, and then my parents got home. And they were like, where's Joe? And we were just like, oh, I don't know. You know, they just hear him screaming from the backyard. It's, like, a, it's uh, like that fucking Christmas story. <laughs> I can't get up! <laughs> Like, you know, uh, the old-time clothes racks people had in their backyard to dry their clothes and shit that's yeah. going? Grandparents used to have one in the backyard. Sister was little. She always wore school dresses and shit. She pissed my uncle off one day. He hung her up by that, upside down by clothespins and all that shit. <laughs> and, she's, and he's like, you're lucky you ain't black. You'd be hanging from your neck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was there hanging upside down for like an hour. No one said shit. <laughs> there was this one... It was a crack. different. It was a different time. There was this one crackhead in, Dan- in Danville growing up. He would let his kids out, and he would just sit on the porch smoking cigarettes or whatever. 
but he would kangaroo. <laughs> but he would tie them up with a uh, an extension cord and have them on a leash with like a thirty foot extension cord. And just yank them back whenever they got too close to the road. <laughs> That's ingenious. I'm going to do it with my niece and nephew now. <laughs> he got arrested for it. Still ingenious. <laughs> well, nowadays it's not... I guess it wouldn't be that bad. You see fucking parents walking around with their kids on leashes and shit. Yeah. It's probably a good way with it now. I remember my aunt, my ex-aunt, doing that with one of my cousins. She had the legit bungee leash. Yeah. Forgive me, I'm not doing enough mouth sounds. That's something I should have put on blast. <laughs> what I told you about earlier is, uh, fucking pedophiles trying to get in on LGBT. Yep. Yeah. Instead of worrying about the Canadian over here. <laughs> I mean, Canadian, pedophile, synonymous. <laughs> <laughs> Again, like I said earlier, Canada. Oh, shit. Knock the bottle over. At least, it was, at least there was a lid on it and there was nothing in it. Right. Like I said earlier, though, Canada, thank you for Gosling, Reynolds, Jim Carrey. Fuck you for Bieber and everybody else that it's a piece of shit from Canada. I legit went to a kid at the went to the boarding school with a kid whose name was Justin Alex Bieber. I got it on a fucking shirt. I'll wear it. You should have fucking killed him just to make sure it wasn't this. We Bieber. gave you know he wasn't he wasn't that kind of Bieber. He was a little wigger, but uh, still Bieber kill. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Bieber kill cleanse repeat. <laughs> cleanse but, everything with fire. Yeah, no, but uh, no, we gave him such hell. He hated his life. He always tried to get us to call him Alex, and we were like, no. <laughs> it's not fucking happening. Well, probably scored him at least some pussy points, too. Yeah. Be sure to check out Cardinal Christian's new podcast, Pussy Points. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Lemony Pussy Points. All the ways to be an asshole and still get the bitches. <laughs> Without getting shit, Ajax won't wash off. This shit's really fucking good, though. I know. I mean, fuck, it's it's thick, though. Mm-hmm. Like that's because it's oh, yeah. fucking cold. <laughs> it's <laughs> no, sugar I mean, and butter. <laughs> I know, but like what I'm saying is like this stuff. Yeah, like the, the gruel of it is like fucking <laughs> the cum of it. <laughs> that's because it's a cobbler. It's supposed to be fucking thick. I know, but it's like really thick. You know what I mean? It's like it's like thicker than you know a BBW. That thicker than Slenderman's cock. <laughs> Fuck me, Slenderman. I was waiting for somebody to make a dick joke. <laughs> yep. That's all it is here. It's just dick jokes. We're not gay. <laughs> We're just dumbasses. We, I just love when we got accused of being anti-gay. Mm. I'm yeah. not saying I'm gay, but a dollar is a dollar, all right? You know what? Everyone says that, but then I pull out a dollar. <laughs> and they shut the fuck up real quick. <laughs> Because they probably accepted the dollar. That's why they shut up real quick. <laughs> Just cocking the throat. <laughs> Alright, uh... Chris, give me your best movie uh, trailer impersonation voice. Oh, fuck. He used to do impressions and shit, too. I don't fucking know. In a world. That's your best one? Yeah. One ring, one movie trailer. This fucking sucks. Are you ready? One man, Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog. Give me back my money. 
Jama, J- Jenna Jameson. Must sound like some SNL type shit. I'm sure they've done this before. I heard it on a radio show years ago. <laughs> Why are there so many songs about rainbows? I was gonna say black people. I was gonna. I was thinking Jews. <laughs> Why are there so many graves? For the Hebrews. <laughs> there aren't. There's just because one. Because of the Holocaust. There wasn't that many graves. There was just a lot of bodies in each grave. Speaking of, speaking of Muppets and shit, I want to see the new movie, Happy Time Murders. Oh, God damn it, <laughs> Muppets yes. Muppets for adults. Yep, I want to see that. I don't know how I feel about Even it. Even though, fuck Melissa McCartney. Yeah. Yeah. She's I, been I the same it. character for fucking years. Yeah, the fat just, bitch. Yeah, the, the fat wild the wild fat bitch. That's all it is. Like I would say more like the fat trashy bitch, you know what I mean? Cuz like you look fat like, wild and trashy. Yeah, you look like Tammy and like bridesmaids and she's just like, you know, like for I mean like don't wrong, like bridesmaids is actually pretty funny. Like still never saw it. I, I mean it's it's like you know they the, when it came out people were like, "Oh, it's like the hangover for chicks." And it really was. Yeah. But it but it, like she was really funny in it. And like there's like this one part where they're talking about like, oh, what, what should be the theme of the bachelorette party? And she's like, I know, Fight Club. We get it, we, you know, we 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 strip down, we just we cover ourselves in grief, we beat the fuck out of her. You know what I mean? Like, like it was really funny. Like, but then like she started playing that character in everything, yep. and it was just like, all right, take oh, it, man. What's the movie she did with? Uh, can't fucking think of his name. Jason Statham. Mm. She did one with him. Yeah, it was called Spy. Oh, no, uh, Identity Theft. Oh, Age. yeah, I saw With that. Sandra Bullock and everybody else. I can't remember the fucking... Jason Bateman. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah I remember that one. I no. gotta give it to her. That one was actually kind of good. It well, was funny. My dad hated that one. He was like, he was like, we saw it. It was not funny. And I go, well, here's the thing. My parents were a victim of identity theft at one point. So, obviously, it won't be as funny to her. Yeah. You know, it won't be as funny to her and my dad. But, like, at the same time, you know, people who haven't been affected by it probably, you know found it to be enjoyable and funny. The know? main funny parts about that was the shit was Susan Sarandon and who was he? Kathy Bates? Yeah, I think so. A lot of that shit was the funny shit. Yeah. But uh but yeah, the uh that's the thing. When you when you typecast yourself and play the same character every single time. Seth Rogen did the same thing. Oh yeah. Jason Segal played the same exact fucking thing. Steven Seagal? Steven oh, yeah, Seagal. No, Jason, yeah, 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 Jason, yeah, I remember. I oh, know what you're talking about, yeah. See, but that's the thing. Jason Seagal made it work in movies that he wrote. Yeah. Like, Forgetting Sarah Marshall's fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. but... But, on what you said, too, Steven Seagal did the exact same fucking thing. He played the exact like, same character every fucking movie. And that's why he ended up filming a scene in Powell County. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator. The blood bank. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all honesty, like, uh... Like, you just look at, like, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen's the same character in every fucking movie he plays. Oh, always. Which kind of ruined Green Hornet a little bit. Yeah, I mean, well, Green Besides Ho- everything else. Green Hornet was doomed from I the get-go. Green Hornet, it was doomed from the get-go. I mean, I remember watching the old show, but, yeah, no. You gotta Which is just it. like with uh, Harold and Kumar movies, too. Uh, those uh, are the only two things those two people can play. Well, that's not... I mean, here's the thing. Kumar uh, did the... He was, well, like, the tech guy for Lex Luthor in a, in a Superman movie. Yeah. But he was also but he was also Taj in fucking uh, uh, Van, Van Wilder. Wilder. Yeah. And, like, that's a different character altogether. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, but you look at, like, John Cho... Well, the it char- wasn't exactly a <laughs> different character altogether. It was still... Fuck 
and weed. <laughs> well, but, yeah. but but that's the thing. He Same was concept, but, but he played but, the scared Indian boy instead yeah. of just a fucking stoner. Yeah, but like, but and you look at the same thing with John Cho, where he was in like American Pie and shit, and he played fucking you know the one of the milf guys, you know milf milf milf, and he's the guy that pisses on Stifler. But then he played Harold, who was straight laced, didn't like doing anything wrong except yeah. for smoking. Weed. Now he's in Star Trek. Is he? Yeah, he plays. Oh, Sulu. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's Sulu in all those new Star Trek movies. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen any of the new ones. Oh, there. I have all three of them. I never, I never, I never really cared for Star Trek. I never, never, I never watched the old shows, but the movies, you know, now they've been redone, and you know, like I didn't even care for it back when it was. Uh, fuck, I'm drawing a blank. Overacting motherfucker, Chris Pine. No, Shatner. 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 No, yeah, yeah I, n- I never watched any shark Star Trek TV shows or any, yeah, any yeah. of the old so, movies, but so, the reboots with Chris Pine are the only ones I've watched, and they're pretty good. But here's the thing. Say what you will about Star Trek and everything like that. Wrath of Khan is still a fucking incredible movie. But, like, literally, like, the, the new trilogy, it just, you know, it reboots it, but it also puts it in the same timeline, because they, yeah. like, they bring in Leonard Nimoy and shit to play old Spock. But it's, it's, it's brilliant. I like it a lot. Yeah. But, but, uh, but like, John Cho... He's gone past the Harold and Kumar movies. Now he just uh, came out with a new movie called Searching, and yeah, uh, yeah, and Searching that actually looks really good. Yeah, it's, supposedly it is. Uh, this one guy I follow pretty heavily on YouTube. He's a film reviewer. He likes and, to jerk off while he reviews films, basically. Uh, but uh, but he gave it he gave it a seven, and he he doesn't just hand out sevens. He's not like Jeremy Johns. Where it's like Jeremy Johns is like, this is awesome, Suicide Squad. I buy it on Blu-ray. <laughs> and to go on from our Slenderman smut shit, the new Slender movie was kind of shit. I didn't even waste my time with it. Your sister was so excited for it. I mean, she was pissing her pants over that movie. She was in love with it, but all the shit they had to tweak to turn Slender into a movie, just, like. Have you seen it yet? No, but they should have just left it at are the you, supernatural episode. I say, are you going to see it? Probably not. All right, uh, I'll download it. I'm not going to pay for it. They did this part, like, instead of, like, how most stories, it's he drops the note, and they find yeah, it, and yeah. he prays on kids from that. They did it like like the ring with the YouTube video. Yeah. They did it like, it was a video that just, like, infected your mind and shit. Seven days. <laughs> it, it was fucking retarded. But on the seventh day, I hit you in the head with a book really hard. <laughs> No, no. In all honesty, though, like the, that's the problem with the whole Slenderman thing is it's like it's a fucking creepy pasta, dude. Like, yeah. like, and like that's the thing. They waited way too long to do the fucking movie. Yeah, like the whole Slenderman shit was old, even when the chick got stabbed over it. You know I saw I mean? the game when I was twenty, and it was still old. Yeah. yeah. Oh, which there is a couple creep pastas I think they can make really good movies out of, like the entire SCP Foundation. Oh yeah, the SCP Foundation can make that. I think that would be better as a Netflix show, you yeah. know, like a Monster of the Week type, supernatural type deal. Yeah. But like realistically, like they could make they could make good shit out of that. But they like, just don't. there's actually an SCP game out that's basically all the creatures are breaking out, doing whatever the fuck they want, wrecking shit. Yeah. What is SCP? SCP outbreak. It's a secure, contained, protect. It's like it's essentially like Men in Black, but for uh. creepy monsters and like cursed artifacts it's and shit. It's fucking cryptid it, men in black. It's basically what what RIPD was trying to be. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But honestly, I think SCP does it a lot better than that, RIPD. That's what I mean yeah. by what they were trying to yeah. be. Uh, but uh, but yeah, dude, it's just you know, there's there's plenty of potential. There are right the there. fucking uh, holder series. Yeah, that's another good one. You know what I mean? It's just like like there's there's plenty of potential. Uh, however, creepy pastas are cringy as fuck. They can like extremely. Yeah, like you have made that clear when you read them. Yeah, I know. I, know, yeah. I read a lot of ones that they weren't famous, but they were actually really well written. 
written and shit. Well, and the the problem is, it's like you can't just put an internet horror story out there anymore. It it immediately gets lumped in with creepy pastas. Yeah. You can't just put out a creepy story. It has to be a creepy pasta now, and like that's that what that's what gives them the negative stigma behind it because everybody's thinking about fucking Jeff the Killer. Which is, you know, fucking cringy and retarded. Uh, yeah. By creepy pasta, I thought you were talking about and who was phone kind of thing. No, no, those are troll pastas. Oh, okay, never mind. Speaking of which, that'd be funny as hell as movies, troll pastas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the one thing. You need to listen to episode seven and hear the story of the ghost puncher. Also, oh, you do. Bob, what else you told me is I also need to listen to 22.5. Well, that's true. When but Sam it. was gone. Yep. Yeah, because that's when we talk about Sylvester Stallone fish hooking buttholes. <laughs> but uh, no, the ghost puncher story, it is just, it's the most fun ghost story there is. No. It's like if someone went to rape you and you turned around and were like, yeah, bend over, I'm raping you. <laughs> yeah. well, it's like, it, it turns the tables. What is it, Scary Movie 2, I believe? The clown under the bed. Yeah, <laughs> he turns around like, yeah. <laughs> fucking dick wraps around the clown's <laughs> neck. Like, you in. see the clown pop up like, no. <laughs> I remember seeing that on Comedy Central's Secret Stash back when it was. Oh God, I loved it. I loved the Secret Stash. That was what I lived for for the weekend. Seeing an unedited movie, no curse words bleeped out, having to sneak downstairs to watch it at fucking midnight or one a.m. It was one a.m. Yeah, yeah. And sneak downstairs, be tired of sitting there. So, would you stay up late last night? No. Meanwhile, yeah. you're sitting there watching Clerks Two, and you're just like, "This is <laughs> Clerks Two, Super Troopers, scary movies, fucking." See, that's one thing I understand with the Clerks movie. Obviously, the first one wanted black, and then the second one was actual. You want to know the legitimate reason why? I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, because uh, the, seems first like the one, second one did better. The, the first one was made in 1993 on a budget of $27,000. Uh, black and white film was cheaper yeah. and then color film. So basically, he was just like, okay, I want to make this movie. I have twenty seven grand to do it. Uh, Black and white. That Black explains and white why the Clerks Two did a lot better. Well, I mean, Clerks Two was after he did Dogma and Mall Rats and all yeah. that shit. Like, if you ever want fucking story of film, just let me know. I'll, <laughs> like, I'll, I'll give you shit. Like, literally, that movie right there is from the guy who did Clerks. All right. Yeah. Was then how about this one? Why the fuck did they make a Jeepers Creepers Three? Did they? You want to know why? They did. It was fucking oh, terrible. Franchise. Same, same reason. Money. Yeah. Because the well, Jews in Hollywood. Like, the just first want some one wasn't money. that bad. The second one was getting kind of bland, old. stale, and old. The second one. The second one. The problem with the second one is it. It's the same formula the entire movie. It's the monster comes, they scream, they get off the bus. The monster comes, they scream, they get back on the bus. The monster comes, they scream, they yep. get off the bus. You know what I mean? Like yeah. literally, it's throughout the entire just movie, back and forth. But still, and like, then redneck shows up, kills monster, or actually he doesn't. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like the monster just goes. Well, to like sleep. you said, in franchise. Yep. The second movie kind of killed the franchise. Why the fuck would they think a third one was a good idea? And it still fucking sucked. Because they're not the because, first person to whip a dead horse. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not only that, but they're they're trying to reboot old early two thousands horror franchises. That's why they had Jigsaw last year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which like, I still haven't seen that. I, it's it's fucking terrible. I, I stopped watching the Saw movies after the second one. But like the third uh, one's actually decent because uh, James Wan and Lim- and Leigh Whannell had stuff something to do with it. But like that's that's as far as I go. Like another thing. Be Dead Horse and franchises and shit. The first Mortal Kombat movie was complete shit. The second one came out even more shit. Yeah. yeah. Which, speaking of reboots, I think they need to reboot it because with all the new upgrades and well, they graphics did. and all that shit. I, I like the first Mortal Kombat movie for the nostalgia of the video game. I remember playing yeah. that shit on Sega, having it on fucking, you know, 
What, what the fuck is that? That's a representation of Goro in the Mortal oh, yeah. Kombat. I mean, playing on Goro Sega was on my Game shit because up, up, down, he jump off screen, slam on your opponent, fucking yeah. wreck him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I bought Mortal Kombat X for my Xbox One. I played I got it for it. a little bit. It was fun for a little bit, but I, you know, Grand Theft Auto Five playing online and making people chase me out into the hills so I could kill them, and then they'd respawn in the hills See, and have no fuck way to Grand get out of the way. Auto. Grand Theft Auto Five was done well. I haven't played. I tried to play five a little bit, just try to get reimmersed back into the series. It's slow my last start. game before that was San Andreas. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. It's a, it, you know it's a, kind of a slowish start. Well, no, not really because it starts out in the bank robbery and then you know you but then you start with the whole family shit. But you know it's got that. But the online play is fucking ridiculous. You're talking about like heist and all that shit. Well, there's the heist. There's all the mini games you can play where yeah. people make their own maps for. Like there's one where you jump a car off a massive bridge but it has a parachute and you have to try to land it on these yeah. little circles like then there's like how there's r- the mini cooper jousting and all that shit yeah no there's a, like there's a lot of fun shit to do and then just in my the- in my opinion the single player is better I love the single player, the stock I mean, market you can play around but in to not, make Not money. only that, but dude, the Polito Bay heist where you fucking get the, the military armor suits. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's for that's just fun. Sake. Just running right. around armor suits. I want to get kind of census. Best solo game you've played. Oh, Far Cry five. Oh no, no, no. Almost Far Cry five. Uh Fallout New Vegas. Fallout four you know, it really kind of it blew me away. I loved it, but Fallout New Vegas is a game I have played for years. I've owned it at least four times, and I like the yeah. DLCs and shit. Oh man, yeah, the Gunrunner DLC, oh, Gunrunner DLC, and then there's I forgot uh, the actual name of it, but you know, what I'm talking about. then there's Big Mountain where you're on the moon, yep. pretty, like pretty much in that uh, Old World Blues. I fucking love the fucking Happy Trails Caravan. Played through them numerous times. I, I will always and forever have an Xbox 360 just for that game. Yep. And Far Cry 3. Well, New Vegas, it should be backwards compatible now. It should be. I knew number. I knew number. Do you want to borrow my copy of the Ultimate Edition? See if it works on your Xbox One. No, because I'd have to take it to Vault 606 and download it all and off of their Wi-Fi. No, no, no. You wouldn't have to. It's got a disc for all the DLC. Well, It'd even still, I had my last time I turned on my Xbox and started making a weird clicking noise while I was playing it, so I turned it off. Yeah. And when I had taken it into Vault 606 to get everything downloading, they were just like, "Yeah, there's so much dust on it. You don't have three months left on it if, unless you let us take it and clean it." So I figure after that clicking noise started going with the fan motor, I should probably take it and let don't it. Don't believe them. They're trying to get fucking money. No, no, Vault, no, no, no. Vault 606 wouldn't we, do we, that to we us. We recorded with them. Like they're, you know, they they are actual good. Like they're not like GameStop. They do not rip people well, off. Well, one of the best things you can do before did you give you their? No, no, no. I was just gonna take some computer duster in there. That's and what spray I was saying. It, grab air, just compressed just air see, and spray but it. In. Like I trust them to actually take it apart and clean it yeah. thoroughly without damaging anything. Say, they you they know how many times I had to take my 360 part, put new heat sinks and all that shit on it. Yeah, I would fuck it up, so I'm not going to do that myself. I'm going to let them do it, because I know they're not going to fuck me on any kind of price, especially yeah. just to pull it apart and clean yeah, it. not to mention that, like, they're good guys. Yeah, they are actually good people. Like, I, I still stop in just to hang out with them and talk for a while every See, time I've I never heard of Bolt. It's, it's right next to Little Caesars and Jackson. Jackson. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah just well, yeah, small. What? Yet again, I'm from a little farther north. Listen, so listen, to, shit. listen to episode 20 of our show, and we interviewed them. Like we sat down with them. We did the occupational storm and special with them. Oh, yeah. Great guys. Well, oh, back yeah. to the consensus. His was Fall New Vegas solo play for you. That's solo playthrough. That's what he does in the shower when he's alone. No, it's a it's a he's t- playing the Wii. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a toss up in all, in all honesty. It's a salad toss up. No, no, it's a 
It's a toss-up between, as far as you know, single-player experience. Um, Red Dead Redemption. I mean, it's just fun being a fucking cowboy. Well, yeah, not only I that, still have not that. only that, but like Undead Nightmare is arguably the greatest DLC of still all need time. To download. Speaking of uh, cowboy shit, like that. have you all ever played Gun? Yeah. Which is the name of it? Yeah, Gun. Um, yeah. Yeah, Thomas Jane actually voiced the the, the protagonist for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thomas Jane. I, yeah. I know who that is. Yeah, Pun- hey, play, he played the Punisher in 2004. There we go, okay. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's a toss-up between Red Dead Redemption, um, fucking Fallout 3. Um, I don't know, It's it, there's because there's, there's plenty of them where it's like... Because, I, I, I mean, Saints Row 4, I spent a long time yeah. playing. Oh, God, yeah. You know what I mean? Just because, like, yeah, like, that was one of the few games that I took the time to 100% shit. You know what I mean? Yep, like, yep. like th- obviously, because I, I wasn't playing online, but, like, I didn't do a co-op or anything like that. But, like, 100% it in story mode, I did. Because that game was so much fucking fun. Um, Super Mario 64... I mean, that's... that's well, a, Mario's just a given, because everybody has fucking loved Mario. I know, but you asked, you asked me yeah. best single player. Um, Telltale's the, the Wolf Among Us was really... See, I can't get into Telltale. I, I can't either. I, I, I played a uh, a Borderlands one, and I thought it was yeah. going to be an actual game. But no. I didn't know what a Telltale series was. And See, then the whole uh, time, I was like, this is fucking bullshit, and I just paid money There was for a this. sale on Xbox Live for the complete Minecraft series of it. I ain't gonna lie, I like Minecraft. I like just trying to build my own shit. And I mean, all that. I, I love Minecraft but too. But Telltale, oh my fucking god, Telltale sucks. I mean, it's good at storytelling. Here's I mean, that's what it, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, par- yeah. I'm partial to The Wolf Among Us because I'm a fan of the comic book series it's based yeah. off of, and they did they did it justice. Um, that was Walking Dead, right? Huh? Walking Dead. Yeah, the Wolf they, Among Us, yeah. they did that yeah. series too, but uh, The Wolf Among Us was a little bit more special to me. Uh, I mean, I mean, I thought the, the game Among Us was from Walking Dead because there was the guy with the W carved into his forehead no, in The Walking Dead. No, no, The Wolf Among Us is based off. Say, of, it's based off of Fables, which is a Vertigo series. It's incredible. You should check it out. Uh, but, uh, no. but yeah, shit like that. Uh, Papers, please was an amazing experience. Um, very, very one of those games that gets in your head. Papers, please. The the Border Patrol one. The border. Yeah, believe it or not. It's it, it's got like it's it's one of those games that's very relaxing to play because literally it's just you know simple shit, but like you have to like confront shit. You yeah. have to be like, okay, my fam- like this family member is dying. This family member is dying. You know what I mean? If I do this, there's a good chance I'm going to fail the game. So it's like the yeah. bo- it's like the uh, the Oregon Trail for Mexico, kind of. Well, no, border. I mean it, it takes place in, in the Soviet Union. Oh, uh, okay. But uh, you know, shit like that. Um, fuck. Duke Nukem Forever. Uh, <laughs> no, and I, in all honesty, even though that game was shit, I still, I still had a lot of fun with it, just because I've been waiting yeah. for it for so long. You'd take a piss to boost your confidence and shit like that. <laughs> look at yourself. Find steroids. Look at yourself around. in the mail in the mirror, and you, your ego gets boosted a little bit. Yeah. Um, let me see. What else? Um, the first Dead Space. Yep. You know what I mean? It's just one of those games that number number one, the marketing for that game was incredible. You know what I mean? It didn't tell you fuck all about the game. You just you just saw like empty, a destroyed space station and a really creepy rendition of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star was yep. playing. You know what I mean? And it's just like, fucking hey, I want to yeah. check that shit out. Uh, speaking of games, it's no longer on Steam, but I wanted to play this game. It's a psychological horror. Yeah. The game literally plays you while you play it. Like it learns how your mental state is and all that. And it's a horror survival game like Silent Hill and shit. Yeah. It sounds so fucking amazing, but by the time I could log on into Steam and buy and all that shit, it wasn't on there anymore. Hmm. But 
One last one. Eternal Darkness Sanity's Requiem. Uh, it's a horror game for the Nintendo GameCube. Single player experience. And it had that. There was a sanity meter. Every like time. it fucking adapts to you. No, well, not only that, but it it, it, it would fuck with you. You would yeah. go if your sanity meter was at certain levels. Uh, let's say you go to save your game, and if your sanity meter's low enough, it'll say deleting save game. Oh god! Um, it will all of a sudden randomly while you're playing a volume thing for a TV will come up and turn down. Uh, at one point, uh, it just says. You get you enter a room and a thing pops up and says, "Thank you so much for playing Eternal Darkness, Eternal Darkness, Sandy's Requiem. Be sure to check out the sequel, Eternal Darkness, blah 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 blah, coming out in 2008." And it came out in 2003. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it was one of those experiences. See, that's a lot of built-in shit to fuck with you. I'm well, talking about this game. Literally, I guess the easiest way to explain is it has like a not as advanced as an AI, but close to that. It literally fucking learns you as you play. It is weird as fuck. I've seen yeah. gameplay shit of it. It's creepy as fuck. One last one. Go ahead. The Last of Us. Yes. Last of Us is incredible. And end all be all right there. You know, and the fact that like the ending of it just hits you in the gut like that. Yep. And, and you're just like, because like, uh, have you played Last of Us? No. Okay. Do you care about spoilers? No. Okay, I'm gonna. It's a very mild spoiler. You don't know what the fuck is going Everyone on. Everyone does. Spoiler. Well, I mean, that happens at the beginning. Not really a spoiler. <laughs> but, uh, but no. Um, it's like Modern Warfare 2 all over again. That last scene where Joel and Ellie are talking, and she asks them that question, and he says, "Yes, I'm. I'm being. I'm being honest with you." And that's the first time that Joel has ever lied to Ellie. Yeah. It's just like it fucking punches you in the gut. It really does. I'll say for me, I got three top ones mainly just because I can't focus on one because all three are kind of different play styles. First one would have to be fucking Borderlands, yep. mainly because that's just nostalgia. I'd say Borderlands Two above the first Borderlands just because yeah. it's like the the Borderlands Two was a better all around and experience. Fuck TPS pre sequel. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't bother with it. But like, I just like playing as Jack the Doppelganger as <laughs> DLC. That was yeah. nice. But like, but like, Borderlands Two took the took what I wanted out of Borderlands One and gave it to me. Yep. You know what I mean. So, but continue. Uh, first one, like I said, Borderlands. Main talking about the whole franchise mainly because it was actually how most people just play Call of Duty and shit as their first first person shooter. Yeah. Borderlands was mine, so it's nostalgia to me. Okay. The second one will have to be Dark Souls because it's difficult. It's not a run and gun type game. Oh, yeah. You have to actually be careful and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's challenging. I like it. Yeah. And then the third one, I hate to say it, but probably. Uh, shit. I'm sure I'll hit that when y'all talking, then it's just fucking blank. <laughs> <laughs> Too much drugs in my past. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Borderlands, Dark Souls, and then the last one is, uh, I can't fucking think of it now. What type of game is it? Another survival horror shit. Uh, oh, Penumbra. Oh, Penumbra. If you've, if you've heard of it. I know about it. Yeah. I I mean, but that's the thing, man. You gotta, you're from a different time than we are. Not that much. I aren't that much older than me. An entire, an entire generation of gaming. You know yeah. what I mean? Five years is an, is an entire well, you, generation of gaming. Well, you still got to think. Even with that, my first fucking console was a Super Nintendo. Oh yeah, I can appreciate <laughs> that. But what I'm saying is, like, you look at shit. Like you, like you look at shit survival horror wise. Like 
Clive Barker's Undying, Silent Hill 2, you know yeah. what I mean? Fucking Resident Evil 4, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you gotta... It's stupid to say, but you you gotta respect your elders when it comes to that yep. shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because because you really do. Well, some elders, because like my dad, and, my dad and his brothers used game when he was younger. Yeah, but only like Mario. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing, man. Like, you, if you go back and play the fucking first Super Mario Brothers, man, it is so accessible and so yep. tight fit and so like literally like. You know, the, just the right amount of coyote time and everything like that. And lubrication. Yeah, exactly. We're not talking Ex- about the priest. Accessible again, and tight fit. Uh, nobody else wanted to go there? Come on, guys. I'm disappointed. Are you a 13-year-old boy now? Yeah, okay. I am. I'm here. Watch okay. out for the priest. <laughs> if this is a venal sin, press 1. <laughs> this is an anal sin, press 69. I was waiting on him. Yep. yep. <sighs> but in all honesty, though, it's... Um, I love video games. I love yeah. video games. I love movies, and like, the, it's just um, it's art, man. Oh shit! Actually, I just thought of something. Fuck Penumbra, Diablo. Which one? One, I've, two, or three? I've played all of them right now. I still prefer three with Reaper of Souls. Okay. I can Mainly because the Necromancer pack and Necromancer wrecks fucking everybody. Yeah. I just you know like that's the thing, man. People need to. Speaking of which, there's rumors going around on Diablo 4. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean... But it's been, what, six, seven years since 3 came out? If not a little bit longer? It was 11 years between 2 and 3. So, I mean... I'm still waiting on fucking Borderlands 3, though. So much rumor. There's rumors of everything. Well, no, 2K has even started rumors and shit. Like, Randy Pitchford, the head of 2K... He's in there doing everything that he can to promote it without straight up saying, hey, it's here. As in Randy Pitchford, the guy who fucking bullshitted all the, this this whole time about fucking, uh, what was it, Aliens Colonial Marines? Wasn't that Randy Pitchford? I have no clue. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure Might it was. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Gearbox. Sorry. I was well, sh- Gearbox I was- is Borderlands, too, but Randy Pitchford is 2K, if I remember correctly. Sure. But uh, speaking of which, game that... I forgot which one of y'all brought up. Uh, it was you. Red Dead Redemption, yeah. new one. Oh, new one I'm going to have to buy. Which, I can't say much. I never really got past the first one. It, give it, you I never should, even you played give the it first one. one. I've only played Red Dead Redemption. What do you got What do you got at your house? Xbox One. Okay. X. Uh, the, the Game of the Year edition is compatible backwards with your Xbox One on, on 360. You can find it at Walmart for like 20 bucks. Yeah. Pick it up. And play through it again. Speaking of which, I just got a. Wait, you're, you what? said the first one. You mean Red Dead Revolver? Or no. Red Dead Redemption? He means the Red first Dead Red Redemption. Redemption. Oh, okay. Red Dead Redemption is a spiritual successor to Red Dead yeah. Revolver, but it's not. Red Dead Revolver is not the first of the It's series. like how Demon Souls went to Dark Souls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Because uh, that's why this one's called Red Dead Redemption 2 and not like Red Dead Revolution. I thought it was just though. called Red Dead. No, no, it's called Red Dead Redemption and, 2. Uh, talking about gaming nostalgia and shit. I finally got to play DMC, the new reboot of Devil May Cry. I thought it wasn't. I thought it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was actually really nicely done, but at the same time, it still just can't hold a candle to the original. Uh, of course ones. not. Of course not. I never played any of them. I mean, you, you, you not just, played you Devil just May used, Cry? No. You just used the soundtrack to piss people off. Yeah, no, I did. I, the eight-hour on a loop soundtrack. Buddy would get drunk and pass out on my couch. I just leave that playing on the TV and hide the remote. 
Yeah. It's a weird way to wake it's up. It's like on one of my old phones. I used to have a fucking audio sound from... Uh, y'all are back in school. Do y'all remember the, one of the only gaming... Uh, websites that weren't blocked is Flash Index. Yeah, Flash Index, addicting games. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just, if your parents weren't home, new grounds. Yes. <laughs> uh, I had a sound bite from one of the games from Flash Index, and it just kept repeating, "Bitch, if you ride in my truck, bitch, we gonna fuck." <laughs> it just pissed everybody off. <laughs> yeah, it's good shit. Or leave the uh, narwhal, narwhal swimming in the ocean, eight, ten-hour loop, playing yes. someone's passed out. Yeah. Speaking of which, of annoying shit like that, you know the Baby Shark song? It's in fucking they... nightclubs now. There's My stepdad's got a video that he sent me. I'll probably find it somewhere. It's people like an EDM mix of Baby Shark. I was... I see what you're looking at. <coughs> Fuck you. No, no. No. Oh. I was a kid on... I was, I mean, seriously, early elementary school on a swim team, and they made us sing that. And now it's in fucking clubs. Are you serious? No. I'm done with people humanity. People like dancing to it EDM style. Well, people dance to anything when they're on ecstasy. Yeah. Well, folks, I think it's time we bring this after service to a close. It's uh, We're at two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah, Shit, I like how he didn't play the shark, the baby shark song as soon as I took the headphones off. No, no, no. I'm, uh, well, that wasn't what I was searching. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, anyway, we will see you folks next time. Thank you very much for joining us. And uh, take your pants off. You know? Jerk off! Right now. Do it. Jerk right off. now. Jerk off to the supple sounds of Cardinal Chris saying, Fuck me, Slenderman. <laughs> Fuck me, Slenderman. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Yep. Did you pass your fight, you throw in a small boy. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Raised Catholic. Yeah. Never was an altar boy. I'm sorry for you. No, oh, God, the sit, stand, kneel thing. Fuck that. Sit on the dick. <laughs> kneel down and suck the dick basically that's they're just that's all it is is grooming yeah that's it's preparing the fucking kids when they and, told you to sit on the wooden pews did it have a point coming up no thank god no <laughs> they had a lot of books in front in the pew for in the back of the pew in front of you i drew one of those no they said sit on the wood of pew pew was a french priest. sit on the wood of, <laughs> yeah, sit, you were sitting on the wood of christ thank you <laughs> you were sitting on the Christ wood. Son, hop down off the cross and get on this wood. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, priest molestation humor. That's always great. Yeah. yeah. Everybody loves priest molestation humor. Except the uh, except ones. For except for priests <laughs> and the ones that get molested. I would like to think maybe they still. Yeah, they're still just like, ha. Ah, they still like it. It's the ones that get caught that don't like it anymore. Yeah. They, just, they just, they fucking. <laughs> They're just like years later. They're just like, what can I say? I really like the fucking communion wine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't really remember it. I should stop drinking so much. <laughs> Sam, give me a test, please. Snakes! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay. One more. Snakes! Okay. Better. No, give me a quiet one, please. Anthony Bourdain is dead. Okay, yeah, that's good. I got a good low end on that. All right. Christian, I need you to test, please. Just test, test, test. Yell test. vagina. That's oh, what we works. normally do. Vagina. Okay, uh, now give me a soft one. Vagina. Okay, that'll do. I'm going to turn up your low just a little bit. Make you sound more manly. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> 
because it's still on John's levels. So, oh yeah, you know, you know, very bitch-like in nature. Yeah. <laughs> very, very bitch-like. But yeah, uh, mine's just from where all this shit's still trying to work its way out. <laughs> all the estrogen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe if all the estrogen goes, my boobs will get smaller. Right? <laughs> no, they won't. Trust me. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, I'm gonna bring this right. recording level down just a tad. Alright. I'm just making sure. Yeah, I just had to check. The, the main goal is just to not have it like pressed up against the ceiling. Because if you press it up against the ceiling, you know what I mean? You might break the wall. No. And then they gotta go to the hospital. Alright, Sam, do you want to do an audio dick real quick? Not bad. <laughs> no balls, though. No, no balls. <laughs> no. Kind of fucked up there. All right, you got it. All right, I'm going to try one. Got like a little, a little pinched day. off down there. <laughs> it's got a cock ring on. <laughs> if cock ring goes from this to that, there's the there, Yeah, you're wearing the wrong size. <laughs> I can't breathe. God. All right, Christian, you want to try an audio dick? Fuck. <laughs> it's it's very simple. You start off loud. loud you go a little down, down. And then back to loud. I feel like he just wanted to redo his dick. No, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I was just I was just giving you an example on how to do it. If you want to try an audio dick, go I mean, ahead. That's a that's a pretty flat head. <laughs> <laughs> pressed up against the glory hole, but there's no glory hole. So it's just pressed up against the stall wall. <laughs> Why is there nothing? <laughs> Eventually I can push this fucking thing through. <laughs> There'll be someone on the other side when it happens. <laughs> Oh, Give man. it an hour or two. <laughs> I didn't come to this rectory for no reason. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. All right. Are we t- su- successfully tested, I'd say? I'd say we're yeah. seven minutes in now and haven't done fuck all. So <laughs> that's about as far as the, the last episode was. Yep. Where it's like we get to the like almost done with the Enfield Horror. And I'm like, you know what? We're going to hold off until next week. Uh, we're about half an hour in. And then when I edit it, it's like we're at 16 minutes. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right.